0: Contact fighting to go up into line beating the double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just to play a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show or so to football, not storylines And you are listening to another edition of Blue It Splits. Uh, I try to pull off that intro for you, Eagle, with a, with a space bar. I'll get it down. I don't know if I uh, screwed it up completely. Uh, today, we are going to get into, or I'm going to get into, um, some Elijah Vera Tucker film, or all of it. <clears throat> I have about 57 plays. Should be about two hours. Uh, break it up if you want. If not, uh, you're going to watch the whole thing through. Then you're a champ. Uh, offensive line is boring to some people. Um, to me, I find it to be one of the most difficult um, but interesting positions to evaluate. I've really dove into the offensive line and trying to learn about it the last year or two. Um, before then, I wasn't really too sure about a lot of things, but it's definitely probably the hardest position to learn um, between offensive line, quarterback, defensive line. So we're diving uh, into some or a lot of his film. Um There's nothing more American in my opinion than offensive line film. Uh, I got some yingling here, which is a uh, beer that is crafted that is brewed uh, a couple hours away from me in Pennsylvania. So, uh, I got to support the, the local breweries. Um, even though Yangling is massive, doesn't really need your support, but, uh, we are going to dive into this. So, uh, initially I definitely, uh, really like his film to a certain extent. It's almost boring because of how well he plays. There are definitely some weaknesses I think that didn't show up a lot in college, um because of some of the competition he was playing you know offensive or or defensive linemen linebackers that he was going up against um but at the nfl level it might show up a little bit more Uh, i will go into the whole list of strengths and weaknesses at the end of the show again that's a subscribers only thing five bucks a month fifty dollars a year if you want to do the whole year uh you get plenty with it um the podcast, some anonymous numbers some of the other uh, articles that we're putting out, even the articles I'm putting out where I'm writing up these guys and putting up their major strengths and weaknesses and breaking down a couple of plays just to give you a good idea of who they are. So uh, make sure you do that. Um, if not, then you get the, you know, the third or the fourth of what the show is going to be. And I would say initially watching him, I was definitely a little bit I don't know if the excited maybe excited is the right word um, because the Jets haven't had a lot of good offensive linemen, and I probably record. I think I recorded like twenty plays of the same game, and I was like, "Crap, I have like ten more games to watch, and I can't make this a four-hour show." So uh, the first couple of plays are not as exciting necessarily as some of the uh, some of the later plays, but regardless, uh, we will run through it. The only the only thing I noticed watching back some of these plays is some of the plays um in the first game that i watched it was not the best quality of film but you still you still get the point of uh, of most of it let me just extend this for myself um all of the film I watched today minus one game i watched of left tackle just to get a decent feel of what he was at left tackle but um Obviously, he's going to be playing left guard for the Jets, so I want to show you film and that at left guard because it's going gonna, gonna to translate the most. Um, from 2019 to 2020, there were some things I saw him improve, um, including strength, a little bit more nastiness I saw in his game in, in 2020 versus 2019. Um, so you can think that translate back to guard um, when he's going to be transitioning back into that position for the uh, New York Jets. So uh, first play, drive, base. Um, they're running RPO. Um, and obviously, if he is going to to hand this off, if this linebacker doesn't collapse, um, they're targeting the B-gap. So he just wants to drive um, this three-tech outside. Overall, comes off the ball um, with one good leverage, two good hand placement with that right hand into the um into the hip, which is again, you want to attack that center of gravity. You want to attack that hip and that's how you're going to drive guys. Um, there are some times where I I saw his hands be a little bit high. Um, this was not one of those, one of those times. Um, the one thing I, I, I do see with his game is, and you see a little bit on this play, he tends to drive from his toes too often instead of his insteps. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but overall good power, um, good snap timing. Um, and obviously drives these guys far outside. Somebody said in the last video um, that maybe I could play the plays full through, and then talk about it after. Um, if you guys want to, you know, I'll do. I'll try to do that a little bit here. Um, if you guys want that to show up more often in the film reviews instead of me going through it slow, then then uh, let me know. Uh, email me Joe Joe Period blew it at Jets with an S X Factor dot uh, You can always tweet me whatever uh, comments. You know, do do whatever you have to do. But. Um, again, a good play to start in terms of him driving a guy out outside on a on an RPO right there. Um, two um, base bend wrench. Okay. Okay. So on this play, they're running a tight zone split. Um, so he is tasked with with reach blocking this zero tech, um, who attempts to to, to back door um, the center. And we're going to see some good footwork from, from, from ABT here. Um, one, he's using a scooch technique, which is both of his first steps are going to be backwards and lateral. Um, sometimes people with the right foot first or the in foot first and some people, and then the outside foot second, it kind of depends on how much ground you're trying to cover. Um, typically you see right then left, but I've seen guys who are trying to cover a lot of ground It depends on who the coaches are who go out then in depending on how much ground they're trying to cover again. So you want to see that first by uh, that first step back. Um, and again, this is a situation where you're trying to lose to gain. So you don't want to take a straight angle across right here because you're not going to be able to, to get across this, uh, across this defender's face. You want to get that positional leverage on the play side. Um, through this inside shoulder or at least be, you know, face up with him. Um, so if you're just taking a straight line, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to get there. Um, but when you're using the scooch technique, which is those two uh, lateral steps a little bit backwards is to lose ground, ground to gain that positional, that positional leverage, um, on the, on the, uh, defender. So you see the scooch technique from, from ABT here, you're going to see a good job of him attacking, um, To the of the neck, it seems like his hands a little bit a little bit low towards the chest plate. But um, obviously, you're going to use that hand to to kind of wrench him backwards, where you're basically going to push with this hand and then pull with this hand, or or uh, actually, you're going to push with this hand and then kind of either pull with the backhand, or you're going to um, actually push the lower of the back to kind of straighten him out to to stand him up. Um, And that's what it seems like he does here. Um, And you're also going to use that that front hand um, as kind of like a pivot point, um, to, to get your hips around. So, um, good job by ABT with the scooch technique. Obviously you see some athleticism. You see the hand placement. Um, you see that he didn't cross his feet right here, which is, which is, which is great. Maybe a tiny, a tiny, tiny bit right there, but, um, he's asked to cover a lot of ground. So You have to be careful with that but when you're asked to cover a lot of ground. It's kind of a risk you have to take. Um, good job by him there again, wrenching and, and creating a, you know, a lane for the running back. If if this guy didn't penetrate so hard, or if this was picked up better by the tackle, um, maybe he, he can cut through that that a gap. But um, overall, a a good job by ABT to to keep that um, zero tech on uh, the backside of that run. So, blitz pick up uh, one thing uh, that is probably it's it's one of the best things about his game. His his blitz pick up, his recognition. His ability to pass off stunts, his ability to stay square, his balance—like he again—he's he, almost boring because of how good he is. Um, I, I would say I have more confidence in him to try. And, and this is again at the times our prospects. I don't, I don't try to Monday morning quarterback any of the reviews I do, and I'll try to be honest with a lot of those things I, I put up. Um, I have more confidence in him coming into the NFL and translating right away and being good right away than I did Becton because Becton had some work to do, definitely on, on the, technically, even though he's a freak athlete. Um, ABT is a lot cleaner than him as a prospect coming into the NFL. Obviously Beckton translated. He's going to be, um, a top 10 left tackle in the league for many, many years, even top five, maybe even the best, um, depending on how well he rounds out his technique and how healthy he stays. But in terms of the, the initial transition to the NFL, uh, ABT has that technique already. It's, there's a few things he has to fix that I'll, that I'll touch on throughout this, this, uh, review. And then I'll list later in the podcast. Um, but, uh, again, he's pretty, he's pretty damn clean. So blitz pickup. up. There are some better ones later. Um, but here initially you're, you're obviously going to, to see that they, I don't even know what the defense is, is trying to do right here. Um, in terms of where they're trying to, to penetrate, maybe they're like, again, maybe it's, a, it doesn't look like a TT um, a TT stunt, maybe that both these guys are trying to pull the a gas while he's looping around. I don't know what it is because it's so poorly executed. I, I really can't even tell what they're trying to do right here or what it, it's not like, you know, it's like an NCA blitz. Like it's, it doesn't look like any of that. It's just, it's very, um, odd, but, um, regardless, you're gonna see ABT's just kind of his, his awareness, um, obviously he's heads up with the, with the two tech and then 15 blitzes through the B gap. And you're just seeing some awareness of him um, to notice that he's slanting inside. So it's going to be the center's uh, responsibility to pick him up as they all um, are going to slide in their gap protection to their left side, um, which is a difference between man uh, there's actually a difference between gap protection and slide protection. Slide protection is more man rules where gap protection is more zone rules. Um, so I make sure to say slide in gap protection because slide and gap protection are actually different. Um, so I should say maybe he shuffles in his gap protection to his, uh, to his left, but obviously he wants to be aware of the guy who he's heads up with, but he knows he's going inside. He knows it's their responsibility. So he's going to pass him off and his peripheral. He sees the blitzer coming through the B gap. Um, so he throws out, um, his his drag hand with his left which eventually ends up uh, connecting with 15 and picking up that um, blitz again not the best blitz design from this defense you know at all um but again looks like a corner this is almost like an NCA blitz where everybody where everybody slants away and then you have a you have a uh you know, like the Sam and a corner or DN blitzing off that side. It's not exactly it, but it's relatively close. Um, awareness. Okay. Uh, again, left guard, I don't have to to point it out too, too much. Um, again, it's a little things. And and initially, yeah, I was definitely jumping to record some plays that weren't necessarily the most sexy. Um, but you have ABT who slides to his right, again, to pick up the, the, the two-tech, um, realizes that the center is going to pass him off. Again, stays balanced, stays square. Um, I'm not sure. I can't tell if he shoots the inside arm, um, but he shoots the I – mean, I I can't tell if he shoots the, uh, the inside, but he shoots the outside. Um, I like that he stays relatively square to, to the line of scrimmage. He's not overly reaching for that. Um, he sells a good base. He sells a good knee bend, um, so he's not reaching for that. So I, I like that one part of it. Um and then again he realizes that the center's gonna pick him up. So um if this guy is, is slanting inside, does that mean that they're attacking that 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 B gap to um a lot of Vera Tucker's left? Um he realizes that, looks back, seems like he again bad quality here, but it seems like he maintains contact with the inside arm um to assist the center and then picks up um is going to pick up that blitzer um from the outside as well. So again, good good awareness, good technique, good balance, good base. Um, good job playing long, um, overall, let's see the next one. Hands, extension feet. Again, another, just an, it's another situation where, um, this, this, look this is, so this is, this is a RPO. Um, but it's just an interesting read in terms of him reading the backside backer away from the, where where the running back is going. Um, definitely interesting. But, um, again, if the running, if the running back is going away from Elijah Barrett Tucker, he just wants to maintain, um, his positional leverage, um, inside of this three techniques. So, um, he more like jump sets him, which is because of the, of the play action, um, and to define this window for, um, the, the quarterback, but again, good job in terms of his hand placement balance, wide base, tight elbow into the, into the rib cage. Again, the, the, the lower, uh, in terms of drive blocking, in terms of moving a guy, the lower you can get into the hip, the ribs is definitely um, the better. Um, and he seems to like get gets into the ribs. Does a good job. Um, using that lift force and he rolls his hips again. It almost look. like you can tell when a guy rolls his hips, it almost looks like he's trying to hum something. So he rolls his hips right there. Um, that's the best way to explain it. Again, I don't, I'm not trying to get too fancy, but, uh, it almost looks like they hump stuff. That's what you tell when they're rolling their hips through and you hear guys, Oh, they don't roll their hips. That's, that's, that's why you want to see them roll their hips because that's when you're generating power from the turf up into through the guy, whatever it may be. So good job, um, you know, maintaining that contact, good job lifting him, um, and, and pushing him outside right there, uh, to define that both the throwing window and also, um, in terms of the running back, allowing him to cut back, whatever it may be. So, ABT reach. So again, definitely want to be, uh, you definitely want to be careful in terms of, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll play the whole thing first, but you definitely want to be careful in terms of like crossing your feet over. Um, especially when a guy is, his heads up to, you know, shaded over top of you. Um, because you're expecting that quick contact and obviously you're going to kick quick contact and you, are your feet are crossed, you're not going to be on balance. But when you're trying to reach a guy or there's nobody really over top of you, you have a little bit of flexibility. Now, hopefully, you know, um, he's not like, he's not like a push technique, um, which I'll explain eventually in the future, or he's not just aggressively slanting towards you because you can get caught with your, with your feet, um, you know, crossed. And obviously again, you're not gonna be on balance, but it's, again, it's a risk you kind of have to have to take sometimes. So, um, another situation where he's trying to, to reach again. It's another, it's another tight zone. Um, the, the running back initially his read is that, is that nose tackle. So, um, he doesn't necessarily have to win this play side, but ideally, you know, he, he, he does. And that's what, that's what he's at least trying to do. But if he doesn't, if this guy, you know, uh, stacks or stays over top of the center that he's just probably going to push him out and then work up to the second level. So it's not a necessity on, on a tight zone that he has to get that play side leverage. But if he can, he's going to, um, again, Contacts him on his his second step one two power generator off the second off the second step in step um, gets the hand on the back to kind of catch him and then it looks like his right probably gets into the into the via the neck area um, he's going to use that hand as a pivot point work his hips around uh, good balance obviously uh, good in terms of his his lateral mobility right there to get in front of the guy. And again, gets under him and completely shuts him down on that play and gives the running back a relatively big hole. Again, rest of the play, we don't care. We're just looking at what Elijah Barrett Tucker did. And again, a, a good job reaching right there. Um, and getting that that play side leverage on that um offensive or on that uh nose tackle. ABT hands, feet drive. Um, so you have like a, you have a duo um, from then they, they they run duo and he's just, he, and he's just blocking. Um, it's basically like it's, it's, it duo kind of looks like, and then we'll go through maybe more, uh, more kind of like step by step or I'll show like a duo, but um, it almost looks like power with no puller. We have guys blocking down. Um, like this, a handoff to the backside. So he just blocks into that linebacker. Um, if there was a guy, you know, a four-eye tech, a one, maybe it's a little bit different for him. But because there's a bubble here and there's really nothing for him to do, he's just going to work to the second level um, and be kind of patient with his feet. You have that linebacker who, who closes that ground on him again. The the play side gap is is aiming um, to where my mouse is going. So he wants to maintain that positional leverage and basically uh, just 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 hold this guy to the to the backside of the play. Um, You'll see his hands ready, hand laying inside. Again, tight elbow, um, good base, good half-man relationship, good framing of, of that defender. Um, and then he's able to just work off his insteps. Instep, this last step was an instep and drive him um, completely out of the play. Um, you like a little bit of the nastiness right there to, to maintain the block. There are some times he doesn't necessarily always do that, but this is a good play. Um, obviously, square-clonous scrimmage, good good footwork, um, maintaining the wide base. Hands, good timing of his punch land uh, in terms of his where his hands land are good. Maintains that grip um, and then drives his guy completely outside. So, good job by ABT there uh, versus stunt. Let's see, play in full speed, I guess. Again, you're watching left guard until I tell you watch left tackle, which is like the last like five six plays of this review. Yeah, he's really really good at noticing stunts. Um, so again, now you have this TE stunt. Which you know for for shadow again, you are gonna have the, the the nose tackle right here, um, come off the ball and and pick the left tackle, which is going to be distracted by um, the the edge right here. Hopefully or ideally, he pulls Vera Tucker towards the tackle. He picks the tackle and he takes up two guys, and he loops around inside. Now, if he goes to pick and he and and Elijah Vera Tucker doesn't get contact with him or the and or the left tackle doesn't notice it then he has the flexibility to to penetrate as well so it's like a picker penetrator so he's picks but if you notice he can penetrate he's gonna penetrate um so that's what you're gonna see here that the the te stunt um again tries to make uh tries to get contact with fair tucker uh to pull him to his left to open up the a gap for um the looper to loop into And Barrett Tucker is really, really good at noticing that. Like he, he does not fall for stunts very often. He does not carry guys unnecessarily Uh, plays long plays with a good base. He doesn't overcommit his hips. He's really, really, really consistent in terms of picking up stunts. And again, here slides to his left because that's where his most, his his closest threat is lands his hand. Again, this is the bad quality game, but lands his hand into the left, uh, into the left peck, the left outside peck. good base, Feels that he's, that he's picking because he's, he's, kind of, he's not really pulling on a rush move. He's just kind of working towards the, the tackle, um, which is designed. So he feels that. And again, keeps his eyes up. He knows the, the, the stunt is coming. Pushes off of him to throw himself back inside. Obviously, um, if you're pushing off something, you're going to get back inside quicker. So he uses him almost to push off of, or he uses him to push off of, to get back inside, um, to shuffle inside, to get back on that other block. So good timing. Drops his post again. Um, initially, that's this is his post foot. This is his kick foot. Um, the up foot is the post foot. The back foot is the kick foot. Um, so when you hear me talk about dropping the post, that's initially the the foot that's the the up foot on his kick slide. So drops the post right there. Lands his hand into the into the chest of the of the looper. Shuts it down. He's we're gonna see a decent amount of that in this review, but he is super super consistent. Um, in terms of picking up stunts, uh, ABT drive. Okay. So he is, um, down blocking on, on a combo. So, um, he's the post on this. Um, and he's going to down the tackles on a down block. And then he wants to take over the block and drive him inside. Um, because they're running, what is a counter OF? Yeah. Counter OF. Uh, the guard is going to, uh, pull, he is going to kick anything out on the edge and then the, uh, the tight end ideally is going to, to, to lead. Um, sometimes it gets a little bit screwed up with slants and things like that, but, um, that's ideally what they're trying to do. So, um, he's going to initially maintain contact to kind of stand him up. He's going to, he's going to, uh, not ricochet here, but he's going to, oh, he gallops right there. So he gallop text one step towards second step, generating the force to cover ground gallop work to the, uh, the thick backer, which is the backside covering a lot of ground. It's a thick. If you use the work to the play side, it'd be the thin backer. Um, so you work to the to the, to the uh, to thick backer on the backside. Um, ABT again. Um, his hand is definitely high right here. comes over top of the shoulder. Um, the right hand looks to be in a relatively good spot. Again, in insteps. Um, I showed it in a lot of more breakdown. If you watch that full thing, your insteps, the inside of your of your feet are going to generate the most, the most force um, because you're not working um, towards that natural lever point, obviously if you're turned outside. Um, your knee is not naturally going to bend your knee is not sideways with the instep of your foot. It's with, it, it, it lines up with the tip of your foot. So it acts as a natural, um, bending lever point if your feet are straight. So you want to work you, you don't want to have that kind of knee bend into place. You're going to work off your insteps. So it's a kind of not, I, maybe that's a good way of explaining it. I hope I did, but, um, stands them up. And then it just drives. You should see the power right here. Um, and you're gonna see initially driving off of off of at least one end step right here. Um, and drives him completely inside. Look how far he's driving him right there. So he has natural power, he has good technique, he has good base, um, he has a good leverage right there. Um, hell of a play by by ABT on that one. ABT pancake. This is probably one I put on Twitter. You could always know tell if it's the if it's the red arrows, it's probably put it on Twitter. Um, all right. So they're running an outside zone. Um, hell of a job right here, but like it's the really, It's, it's seriously the such it's, and this is why offensive line film is not necessarily always sexy. This is why I recorded this play. Um, or at least why I should have. The one really, really good thing about this by, by Vera Tucker and and really the left tackle too. I don't know who that is, Um, but you have a lot of young guys, the best way for like to, to trick like young offensive linemen with, with zone blocking is to kind of show them a guy in a gap and then slant them across their face because young guys have a tendency to chase guys inside. And then let's say he does chase this guy inside who slants inside. Now, guess what? B gap is wide open and now he penetrates to the B gap cuts off the running back and he has a cut back side or just try to break the tackle, maybe get the tackle for a loss, whatever it may be. Um, but really good job by, by Vera Tucker. Um, just zone, just zone stepping, um, with his, with his left foot, not chasing inside, knowing the responsibility of his center to also step step with him, um, get hands on with the, with the linebacker. And then again, right hand into the chest, in steps, as you can see, I point to the screen like you could see it. I always do that. In steps to drive him, good base, um, good leverage. He's underneath of him um, and and drives him um, out of the play right there. Hell of a job. Yeah, hell of a job. <laughs> Obviously, maintains that contact. You see some of that, that, that nastiness right here um, where he wants to throw this guy um, into the turf, which is it's, it's apparent in this game, the nastiness. Um, there are some other games where it's not as apparent, where he might let off of a block a little bit too soon, things like that. Um, but overall, this game, it's definitely, it's definitely there. Um, blitz wash up, Washington full speed. Again, I'll try to do that a little bit more. Um, it's pretty similar to to what happened um, the last time, where this time they're just running this stunt um, with the with the linebacker, where he is the picker again. He's going to look to ben- penetrate the B gap, maintain contact with their Tucker. Um, he's going to to pitter patter kind of with his feet, kind of like like short stride, foot fire, distract the the, the tackle. Hold him outside. He's going to try to pull him into the tackle. He's going to loop around. Um, but Vera Tucker is very, very, very aware of stunts, blitzes. He's really, really good, both pre-snap, post-snap. He feels that, gets the hand in. Again, does a hell of a job. So there's a big-ass truck driving by. Um, so, again, and he, he does a really good job. One, staying pretty square. And then both, what he does here is because this is a little bit open, he doesn't want to just, he doesn't want to just, just come off this and, um, and just drop inside, drop his post again, which is this foot that I'm, that I'm, that I'm kind of going over. Um, he doesn't want to, to not push off, um, drop the post because then he, maybe he penetrates the, uh, penetrates the B gap. So by him pushing off, he's both, you know, um, a couple of things. He's playing long. He's not com- completely committing his body. He's not like, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll go over that with Benton a little bit, but you don't really see him like, I'm not sure if it's here, but uh, it, this is probably not the best example. It's a little bit of a shove. I'll talk about the difference between shoving and pushing. Um, when I watch another offensive line, maybe in this, in this review, you'll see it, but Ben's a big uh, don't push or don't shove push guys because pushing, um you're kind of extended already but in his terminology we're shoving you're taking extra steps to shove i'll I'll show all that stuff we'll go over the offensive line stuff a lot again it's something that people don't really dabble into offensive line play a lot um it's just not something that people are necessarily interested in like if you're just currently learning football and stuff um which i still have a lot to learn it seems like the more stuff i i I watch the more coaching clinics i i watch the less i know (laughs) so i'm going to continue to grow in that way but uh the Thing about it is, uh, if you're just getting into it, it's like, oh, corners, you know, uh, receivers, like you know, that's the stuff that's sexy a little bit. But again, by him shoving this guy, staying square, he's both assisting the, the 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 tackle to pick him up because he's shoving him outside to the tackle instead of letting him penetrate. And he's also using that force to to push himself back inside. Um, I got in a weird direction there, but again, shove him. Good timing. Drop the post. In steps. Contact with the right hand completely shut it down. The center comes to, to, to help, but uh it, it it does not matter. It wouldn't have mattered. Hell of a job. Uh, hold on a second. All right. Our next play. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Apparently zoom now when you play or pause it says like you're you're recording now. This this recording has been stopped. Like I don't know if you guys hear that. I hope not. If so I apologize but Clearly there was an update that I didn't uh that I didn't apply that 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 automatically did on my computer, but that's annoying. Um, hand placement drive power. Again, I recorded a lot of plays from this first game and I was like, oh shit, I gotta be more picky choosy with, with uh with what I um choose. So the people who are only here and aren't subscribers are probably watching just one game of plays. But again, it's it's all it's all pretty good. So from from uh from Vera Tucker. So they're running another um Tight zone, tight zone split. This is an inside zone. It's, It's too shallow inside zone. It would be more towards the, the ass of, of Tucker. Um, and then the more inside you get where it's more like right towards the center's ass, typically to his, well, his left cheek here. Um, if it was more towards the, the inside or the, the near cheek of the, of the center, it's more of a, like a belly zone. Um, so there's, there's belly, there's, there's tight, there's inside, um there's mid there's outside and there's a wide um so here again he just wants to to drive his guy off off of the ball again he he's he's that 90 year rule where it's where it's it's more 90 50 10 on top of that in the future if you hear me to talk about it, then you know I don't want to go over every single thing cuz there's 57 plays but um comes off the ball low again Expecting contact immediately, um, takes more of that or more of that drop bait, uh, brace step, where it's just a backward step and you're going right to your instep, you're expecting quick contact. It's almost to throw your anchor immediately. Um, and to also get, um, good, you know, power uh, generated quickly. So he takes that, that, that brace step, um, to brace for that contact again, good leverage, good knee bend driving off of, bait of both of the insteps and, uh, can't really tell where he lands his hand here. Um, the left hand looks to be a little bit high. Um, the right hand's most likely inside, based on how he moves the guy, um, and then just drives him with the insteps. Um, and again, initially doesn't move him a lot, but he just wants to—he he does want to stand them up um, and then drive after. So, uh, good job by him uh, on that play. Let's see next uh, climb time. So I knew that's what I labeled this one. Climb time. Oh, by the way, uh, hopefully some people are still listening from, well, I would hope you are, if it's only a third of the show, but if I'm still on the non-subscriber portion, uh, one, you're probably pissed off that I'm wasting my time on this inside the film, but who cares? It's my show, uh, assuming. So, uh, next show is Sherwood, um, which I already have done by the way. So you're probably going to hear this on a Tuesday. Um, Sherwood should be out maybe Friday. And then after that, I'll have a vote between, it's probably to be Michael Carter, the second, uh, Najla Dean, or Zach Wilson, part three or four is probably what's going to come. Um, the day you're listening to this is the 25th. Um, so in about two weeks, we have the live stream, Kyle Smith and myself. Again, every first Monday of the month, uh, we, we live stream six o'clock. Um, so be there for that too. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, climb time. Again, just this is fantastic timing um, in terms in terms of another another tight zone. So they're going to to combo um, They're gonna combo the uh, the two i tech right here. Um, and again, there's always like differences like you have you have zero, you have one, you could have loose loose one, um, you could have two i, two, three. Loose three, four eye, four, five. This is a tight end or depending on how you label it, you have six, you have seven, you have imaginary tight end right there. And just say seven, if he's a little bit wider, you have wide nine or nine. You have, you, again, I differentiate between zero, uh, and, and, or, or, or two and two I and, 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 uh, you know, uh, wide one and all that stuff, because like people say he's a one, if he's, if he's on the outside shoulder of the, of the, of the center, or, or he's a uh, two I if he's on the inside shoulder of the guard. What happens if he's right in the middle? People don't really have names for that, so I call it a loose one. Um, so, continuing, um, they're gonna they're gonna combo um, to the to the linebacker, and because he's outside, this is more of an inside run. Um, Vera Tucker wants to split his his split the base of this um, of this um and act as the high leg. Of the center, we have the post and the high leg. The high leg is going to come off of it. So he's in a step. He's in. A, he's going to um, to stand up this this uh, this nose to, or the, the, the tackle, um, and he owes the guard that because he doesn't want to just climb because then he penetrates. or sorry, the center. Um, the center screwed. So he he kind of owes him. And John Benton talks about this too. He owes him the aiming points. So the aiming point for like John Benton's system here is going to pretty much be helmet to helmet. And he's just gonna he's going drive right to that to that near hip, and he kicks him out. He kicks him out. Um, but actually, when he talks about oh, this the point, it's more of an overtake zone. We have so much stuff to talk about with John Bettin because I know his system, um, like overtake zone and and what's we're expected to do outside um, with a guy outside to heads up to inside of them. Like we we have a lot to discuss, but we have a lot of time. Um, and I'll go for it while actually watching the Jets offensive line. and say, okay, this is what he expected. This is how this guy screwed up because. Uh, that's what I, 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 you know, I studied betting system. So, um, again, he's acting as a high leg. He takes that, he takes that, uh, that near step, more of like a near step brace step where here he's expecting quick contact. Um, again, pretty good leverage right here. Um, base is wide stands up the, the rusher again, but he does so not overcommitting the hips staying square to the linebacker, staying square to the line of scrimmage, um, climbs eyes are up. He sees the, the the linebacker because if the linebacker was a creeper towards the line of scrimmage and penetrate the B-gap right away, he'd have to come out of this combo a little bit quicker. So you want to pop this guy up, but then you also need to get your eyes to the second level to to, to look at your next threat that you're comboing too. Um, you have to be aware of that. If this guy was to drop into coverage, then he just stays in this block and just completely drives this guy um, out of the screen with his offensive lineman because this guy blitzed, he has to come off. So. Um, good awareness right there. Good, good job in terms of staying square. Uh, eyes are up. Comes off with with perfect timing right here. And obviously, um, his hands don't have to necessarily be the tightest because he's going against a, a linebacker. Um, <clears throat> and he throws more of like a containment punch <clears throat> uh, with the left hand just to get his hand on him. And then his right hand uh, looks like it comes under the the yeah the ribs right there. And again he has you like this with with a tight elbow underneath of you driving off of an instep and and you're higher than him and you're a linebacker who he probably has 50, 60 pounds on you're, you're, you're out of the play. You're, you're screwed. Um, so good job right there. My combo. Great play. Okay. I'll play it in full speed. Uh, and then we'll go over it. We'll take opportunity to sip a beer. Um, having some afternoon brews. You know, you obviously you can see it's light out, but it's not too early in the afternoon, but it's early enough. Yeah, but my, my house, I can do whatever the hell I want. Um, left guard, watch it. Again, the timing is really, it's, it's really similar to the last play. Pretty much pretty much everything I, I, I said was the same um, on this one, minus that he was a little bit more conservative. His footwork changed a little bit because it wasn't an inside tight belly zone where the last one was. It's an outside zone. So if this guy knifes inside, he could be obviously doesn't want the knife inside really, really quickly, but he could cheat a little bit outside. Um, he really needs to work at outside shoulder Where Last time, if he was to, um, let's say he was to like, like I said, like push technique, like match the footwork of, 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 uh, AVT and then kind of stand them up like a push technique versus, uh, um, blank on the other one, uh, push and, uh, oh, of course I'm going to blank out. Uh, regardless he's in, he's in to cheat outside a little bit because they need to get outside right here. Like you can't have, you can have this guy angling to the outside and completely, um, you know, cutting off of this run. Um, lag technique lag is when I was thinking Lag is pretty much like you're going to go opposite of his steps. So he's like heads up um, pushes if he's a match at first step and then, and take on that, 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 uh, near shoulder, the outside shoulder. And then lag is if he's re- if this defensive lineman to read the footwork, go opposite of him um, and then work into him to kind of stand him up, not let him get to the second level while also maintaining inside gaps. Um, and then maybe guy fills from the B, but getting a little bit into the weeds. Um, but he's gonna take that outside like brace step again, because he wants to cheat outside. Um, but he also stays square. He gets his hands on right here. Um, and then the, the offensive lineman is going to, um, work to that, to that near shoulder. Um, Ben, this would be more of an overtake zone where if he's inside the heads up, um, He's going to cheat to get heads up to, to the outside shoulder. He's going to combo the, the near shoulder. And then he's going to overtake it completely where he's going to be uh, heads up to, to, to inside. He goes at a little bit more of a hard angle right here, um, which Benton wouldn't necessarily coach on an outside zone. Like it wouldn't be like this. He would be more heads up. Um, but regardless, again, good footwork, uh, good you know timing blocks them. And then again, now what are they reading? they're reading the backside backer right here because on this zone, they have a um, it's a little bit of like, you know, altered with the receiver where they have a crack box. So they don't have to worry about this guy. So they're blocking to the, to the backside. So um, if he scrapes over the top, he's going to, to leave this block. And if he tries to penetrate inside, he takes over the block and then he, uh, the, the, the center is going to take, uh, take the inside. He's going to peel off of that little like combo, but drive their guy back he sees him scraping over the top and again, his eyes are up. So he's an elite, elite timing right there to come off of that. Like that is, that is great. You can see the extraordinary explosion coming off of that. As soon as he passes him. boom, drops his head tight inside arm right there. You could see it and just drives him outside. He doesn't know where the running back is. So if he's coming off for a running back and let's say, you know, the, the center had outside or heads up and he was trying to cut between these two guys, he's doing his job and driving this guy outside. So that's, that's a, it's a great play, it just is. Um, okay. Uh, I put. Okay, I, uh, I didn't put it on the screen. I put this in there, but it's not really the best example of it because it, either one, it wasn't what it was, or two, it was just poor example. But I talk about coffee house stunts uh, sometimes, where it's basically a fake stunt where both guys will like angle inside, making the offensive line they're going against looking the opposite way or the way they're going to see if a, if a center is coming and then the guys angle outside to get outside of them. So it's almost like a, like a fake stunt um, to get outside of their guys. And it looks like that's what the defense tries to do right here, but it's just not the best in terms of execution. Um, you say they both, they both like kind of angle inside, like they're going to stunt and they both go back like outside, but it's, that's, it's a poor, it's, it's a poor example to be completely honest. I, I reached on that one. I'll be, I'll be very frank. Um, Overall, ABT not the most not the craziest play. Let's let's be let's be real. You know, gets his hands on the the guy, kind of goes a loop inside um, or fake loop inside to get back outside, and it just it's 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 piss poor by the defense. Let's be honest. I I I didn't really even record that one. Um, Let's see. Feel. uh, Feel stunt. Feel it. Uh, guy inside. Two eye. He he just again, like when he feels guys trying to hold him up like lag, not, not I don't want to say lag, that's a technique. I, I don't want to say lag. Uh when he feels guys like hesitate to, to loop outside, he feels it like automatically. He he knows like you don't you don't bullshit him on a play. Um he, he feels it, he really does. So again gets into his guy pretty quick. We're not going to, you know, there's the footwork's good. Like, you know, brace step with the inside foot, you know, working off his insteps, like I'm cool with that. Um, but you could see him feel it. He's like, Oh, this guy is looping. and it automatically feels it or not automatically But for a second. He feels it. Where does his eyes go? If he's holding him up, this is his next threat. His eyes automatically flash inside or oh, sorry, flash outside, flash outside hand. I'm not sure where it lands. Chest somewhere, maybe the face, whatever but he, he gets his hands on that, on that, uh, on the penetrator. And then again, eventually, you know, the, the right lands on the ribs, slides up back to the, to the, uh, to the armpit. And then you refit it into the, into the rib hip area. you see it slide up. What do you want to do? want to get, want to work the closer to the center of gravity, which is the hips. So he refits it from the armpit to the ribs and pushes them outside. So good job refitting the hands right there. A uh, good recognition of the, of the stunt or feel of the stunt. Um, let's see. Next play pop. Again, a lot of, play. I told you, I, I warned you before this, that I recorded too many plays of that first game. <laughs> uh, 17 plays deep into whoever the hell this is. Uh, it's bad qualities. I can't tell the logo on the helmet. There's a thousand college football teams. Um, let's see. Again, good pop. Um nothing crazy right here. His nearest threat is that three tech right there. Um where he's like a loose three. He's not he's not, he's not like a direct three where he's like just to the outside shoulder. He's a little bit more of a loose three as I like to label it. So, um takes a step towards him. Good leverage. Um power generator from that inside step the extension, the extension and the power from the, the instep, hand, tight elbow. Again, obviously the tighter your elbows are, the more power you generate. Like you don't try to, you don't try to push a whatever you're pushing a box. Uh, maybe you're one of those workout guys and you're like you push a truck or whatever, which by the way, I always thought was overrated from players. Cause I think at least I would, I would hope that 75% of those people can, can, can take a car on a flat, on a flat surface, put it in neutral and push a car. It's really not that difficult. If you can't, you got to hit the gym, um, at least a little bit because it's a, it's a really, you, I would say normal human man strength. You should be able to push a car in neutral. Um, so people, I would see this like crazy things like, oh, Quinn Williams pushing a G wagon. I, I think that 50% of my, of the listeners can push a G wagon. Like maybe I'm overestimating it. Maybe you, I, I don't know. I, Someone wants to not challenge. I'm not gonna put a video of like that. I feel like a major douche, but um, I get my dad's truck here and freaking push a truck. It's really not that difficult. So I hate when people put those videos. It, it's more. It's not. like It's not the the speed in which you move it. It's more the technique to like to gain that that strength from your base and like consistently do it. Um, but just in terms of like, oh my god, he's moving a car. It's not like the car has its brakes on or it's in park. You know, show me that. Um, Kyle Smith, I know you're listening. I think you'd agree with me. I think a lot of people agree with me. I think a lot of people who are listening to this have probably pushed your car, whether it be, dead or whatever it is. But um, I don't know how I've not gotten to that. But oh, yeah, tight elbows. You're not going to push a car with, with with loose elbows. You're not gonna, you're not going to flare your elbows out like this and try to push a car because then your power is going out and then back in. You're not you're not generating full power. Like you want to be tight when you're lifting anything. You know, tight. Um, also with your your fingers a little bit a little bit out um, with that like that quarter turn to really uh, generate the the scapular muscles from your back. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, so regardless, uh, tight elbow into the, into the hip, the ribs again, explodes outside, pushes them outside, refits the hands, continues to work the hands and, and just hold them outside. Good job. Just nice little, nice little like jump set pop off of that just attacks them immediately. Little jump set. I should have said that at first. Um, eighteen. I don't know if this is in the YouTube video still, but com- if you can't push a car comment, I, I just, I just doubt that a lot of people can't. I don't, I, I'm not even trying to be like douchey, like, Oh, whatever. But like, if you can't, that's probably an issue. Uh, ABT hands quick to pass off feet. Eyes. Okay. No stunt pickup. Again, now, now they're running this blitz where it's similar to a stunt. It's not necessarily, it's not a stunt, but what they're trying to do is again, two eye, this linebacker is going to be late to, to penetrate the B gap. He is going to, um, try to pull ABT inside, open up the B gap. He's lined out wide again, tackle kick out. He has no choice right here, pull inside blitzer in the B gap. That's the, that's the design of this. Um, now, ABT pre-snap probably realizes this guy is, is, is coming over here. So he's, he's going to blitz either A or B gap. Um, now he, now he, he sees that or he feels it pre-snap again. He wants to assist the center. So lands his hand inside, plays long, shoves him inside to the center. Shoves him inside, but again, not overcommitting the hips. His hips are still square to the line of scrimmage. So he can pick up his guy. Again, if he's now if he's now if his hips are turned into the into the guard, it's a lot harder to turn back to the V gap if your hips are are turned inside. Obviously, less movement needed if your hips are square to the line of scrimmage. So it's an example of him playing long, playing square. Um shoves the guy inside to the to the offensive the offensive lineman. Um I mm, do not know why he tried to penetrate this B gap or the A gap. Maybe he just I don't know, he shot, he shot his shot, but it's not what it's designed to do. Um, but ABT sees that, passes it off, lands his hands into the chest uh, shoulder area and uh, pushes him out of the play. Picks him up. Good job. Uh, ABT reach. When do we come off this game? Play nineteen. Are we gonna make it to like twenty five? I think it's like twenty three, maybe. Jeez. You tell I was excited initially about ABT. Um, okay. So, um, you have like you have a tight zone again, aiming more towards the the A gap and reading the the no stack initially instead of the B gap. Um, so it's a tight zone from gun. The uh, the center tries to tries to stuff him pretty much where he's basically just going to step outside of him. It doesn't really matter if it's inside or outside, but he's going to try, try to step to where he's going. Um, Use his arms to to push him towards ABT while he's staying square to his next threat or the or the line of scrimmage. Um, he ducks he ducks a little bit and this guy club arm overs him so he goes to penetrate the gap pretty quickly. Um, but Vera Tucker. Uh, more of like a drop step with the, with the first foot. Um, when you come off on the instep, it allows you to, 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 to one generate force and get vertical that second step. Uh, I know Benton isn't a guy who likes like drop steps, losing ground with that first step. He's much more of a lead step guy, um, where you're going to go hor- horizontal and vertical in step, allowing your second step to get vertical. Um, We'll go over all that again. Uh but he's more he's more of a lead step guy. He doesn't really like losing losing ground at all. Um he's more of like straight line blocking where okay, you're gonna take those 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 aggressive steps up the field. And if if he slants inside, take him, try to try to reach him. Um if he if he stays on top of the of the center, push him outside, snap him, and then you work the second level. He the the running back's supposed to read that and cut back side. If you then or if he widens then your, your, your three aggressive steps are going to take you to catch hand, reach the, the linebacker, um, which is pretty much just working to the outside peck left hand being the catch hand in case he is the cutback side of you. And then your right hand is going to, to, to kind of rake him to, to uh, reach him. Um, But here regardless, I'm not sure how USC coaches it, but more of like a, like a drop step to, to allow himself to cross over right there. Um, hands don't really letting in the best spot on the bicep kind of slide inside, but he is able to use that hand, which eventually lands inside. Um, use as like a as a pivot point um, to to push him while working your hips around that 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 hand um, is what that's what he does. Works hip around those hand, in step, leverage, a lot of forgender from this from this right foot right here, uh up and through that that defensive lineman, and the uh the running back runs in for for the touchdown. Uh probably could have made it a little bit easier. If you were to cut through the ABA gap, the, but regardless, just put your head down a bit. at that point. I get it. Runs through, touchdown. Okay. 20 to find your gap. I'm guessing 23. That's when I come off. Um, if you're thinking I'm just making it up, but I don't know. I really don't know because I've already, I have I did ABT like three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, at least this game, the, ne- the next couple of games I watched more recently because uh, initially in the Jets draft, like obviously Wilson, all the film was done. I, I thought he's going to be picked since February, um, so his film was done. ABT, he got drafted. and I had a whole day to watch his film, so uh, I watched like the first like two games, three games that I wanted to watch of ABT, and then the picks came a little bit quicker. Um, well, Elijah, Elijah Moore, I had a lot to watch of him quickly too because he was the only pick of day two. Um, yeah, and then after that, like Michael Carter. Pinnock, Carter, two, Nazar, Ladine, Eccles, you know, uh, Sh- you know, Sherwood, and all these guys. I watch like one game just to get like a decent feel of them. Um, but define your gap. Let's watch. Okay. You have another tight zone, and this is this is more even though it's not a true lead step again, he's kind of, he's like, he's almost like drop stepping right there, um, which is taking your momentum backwards instead of forwards towards the guy. So you're almost like losing momentum. You're losing power when you do that. So I don't necessarily love that. Um, but again, it's it's based on how USC coaches. I'm not sure if, if you know, how they coach him, but um, this is more of like a Benton thing where if he's reading this guy, blocking a straight line, take him where he found him um, and just drive him because he's reading this. Like it's, it's not like, it's not like, you know, he's reading, you know, the 34 here and and then he comes to um, 51 where you need him to be or need to have positional leverage in front of him. Um, You kind of just take him where he's going. Seems to land his his hands inside. I'm not sure about the right hand. The left hand definitely looks to land inside, especially because his hand is wide. Um, Good leverage, seemingly. Again, not the best quality. And then it just drives him. Maintains the contact, drives and drives and drives and cuts him right off his ass. Boom, easy touchdown. So watch out in full speed. Again, if you're one of the more primary reads, you have more flexibility to take him where he's going. Like on the backside of like outside zone, like you really have to, to reach him. You can't just hit, take him where he's going because he's going to the play side um, or wherever the running back is going. Um, when, when you are one of the primary reads for the running back, again, um, he's supposed to see that where he's going. Twenty-one pancake, left guard again. Watching full speed. Um, he might have tripped. I, I honestly, the trip. No, he just tries to use that circular force to shed him, and he doesn't. He maintains his contact. This is more of a pancake. I hate when people put up plays. I think I'm only talking to the subscriber now, so I'll be a little bit not not more frank. I I, I talk my I speak my mind. The most part, but um, when when people put up like plays like, oh, we got pancaked, and you slow down the play, it's like, yeah, he tripped. Like, who wouldn't get pancaked? You get pancaked versus a receiver if if you trip on somebody. So, I hate when people do that, to be completely honest. Like, uh, I, I always talk about like the uh, the 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 becton play versus the uh, the Chiefs, where people are like, oh, a guy threw the guy, and I was like, that was like 10 percent Beckton and actually like 90% Alex Lewis, but do what you please. So. I want to be true to pancakes and what I actually deserve pancakes. So again, expecting that, that quick contact, um, they're running like a mid zone. Um, and, and it seems like that's a USC coach that they take more of like that drop step. Um, and like they to get more like horizontal to lose around a little bit more than they like to get like vertical straight line b- blocking more of like the, uh, the Benton, you know, Skarneckia type of zone blocking. Um, <clears throat> but again, Good job kind of scooping underneath with this hand, getting into the, getting into the seemingly chest ribs area. Can't tell where the left hand lands, um, but he maintains a contact. Obviously you can see that he's lower. His helmet's lower than the number 91. So good leverage. Contact and then just grip strength and just maintains a contact, maintains a contact, maintains a contact. And now this guy pretty much just tries like, Oh, like, okay, your momentum's going forward. I'm going to step aside. And throw you to the ground at least like you block me out of this play, I'm not gonna get on this play, but at least I'm gonna you know get that that final word. Like he's the uh he's the he's a female of this relationship. Like he lost the play, but he's just trying to get the last word. You know how that happens. <laughs> uh or maybe it's the males who do that. But speaking from my personal point of view, that's what I'm doing. Everybody has different situations, but um he tries to, to, to win that that argument right there, that, that last word, uh and ABT's not having it, maintains that contact. And no, he wins. He wins the argument and the last word. He got the last word. I like it. Uh, let's see. Next one. Oh, shit. It was 21 plays. All right. 22. versus BYU. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's on defense, though. Um, let's watch the climb. Um, this isn't, isn't anything crazy. Again, with this being like a lead outside zone, <clears throat> um, he's not going to to cheat back to the to the to the center um or to the to the nose tackle because if he does that, the linebacker penetrates through your play is over because because he's leading outside, he's working to the outside right here, so you can't just do that. So he's not gonna cheat to the center. That's not even a, a possibility. This guy is so far outside that he's not gonna cheat to him either because again, same situation, B gaps open. So he's just gonna initially climb. Um Good angle to climb. Again, you want to, if you're outside zone, you want to be working to that, to that uh, upfield or not the upfield, the outside shoulder it takes a good angle to the, up to the, to that shoulder. Climbs, climbs, climbs. And now you obviously you have the the third number 34, which is like, accelerate outside to get on the play. Um, and you're just going to see, this is just like an example, of like some like short area quickness, some bursts, some explosion from Vera Tucker uh, does maybe not look that impressive, but it's important to see, just that little movement right there from him is, is important. To, and then obviously um, gets contact with him, gets on the shoulder, and just drives him completely outside. Eventually gets the left hand on and just drives him pretty much or, out of the screen. So good, just a little quick adjustment right there um, on the fly. Boom, right there. Obviously, the contact room out of the play. Combo to linebacker. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um, another one looks like tight zone. Looks like he reads this guy first. Um, they're going to the. This is what you hear about him. Um, and and it was true. Like watching him, he definitely, obviously, when you're when you're comboing, like you want to get hip to hip with a guy. Like you don't want to be that 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 area of separation where you're going to allow. The defensive lineman to spike in between it and and kind of split that double team. So you want to get hit the hip. Um, Say both near step, near step to to the defender on the combo. Um, So they both near step, near step, hands inside, drive, 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 and then you you can drive until this linebacker penetrates. And the linebacker tries to penetrate, you have to come off. That's what he does. Again, eyes are up, aware of it. You can see how his eyes go to the linebacker, or at least forward. He sees it in, in his peripheral. Drive, drive, drive. Open his, his feet, hand inside, boom, picks him up, touchdown. Run behind Beckton and AVT. This is what you're going to see. And you're going to see a thousand times more movement because I don't know who 73 is, but I can tell you he's not Makai MF and Beckton. So uh, they're going to see it. that guy. This guy is going to get planted right there doesn't matter who it is in the nfl unless it's like unless you got freaking fully fought okasi playing you know the defensive end so which he even might get planted abt is not like the physical freak that that beckton is he's definitely more athletic um in terms of like speed um i'm talking about overall athleticism um he's not as powerful as beckton but in terms of like uh a combo block between them like beckton will do a lot of the heavy lifting but He's so good technically. Um, that left side's exciting, man. Like it really is, especially looking at McGovern, um, who played better towards the end of the year. And if he's anything like he was in, in Denver, which he started to show at the end of the year, let's just call him an average center. Okay. You know, which is a step down from him in, in Denver and what he was at the end of the year. He's even probably a little bit better than average. You have an average center, a, a left guard who I think is a lock to be at least top 15 top 16. I think it's a lock. Like I don't say that a lot. I think he's going to be a pro bowler. I really do. Beckton, who's one of the best left tackles and, and will continue to get better with experience. He was pretty relatively raw. And now you have a left side or the right side. We have Fant who I think was below average last year, but with his scheme using more athleticism, um, he will be an average ish tackle, which is fine. And then your weakest spot is right guard where you have got you have a lot of guys to compete. You know, as of right now you have Lewis, you have Greg Van Roten, you have Clark, you have Feeney, Um, I would hope that it's Clark, but even if it's, if it's GVR, GVR is a below average starter and not a good starter. He's not a, he's not a terrible starter and he's not a backup. Like he is a little better than Brian Winters and like Brian Winters was like, was like best offensive lineman some years, which is crazy. Um, but he's, he's below average, but it's not bad, you know? So, um, high into block shallow, not much drive. Okay. So now we're gonna see some issues come up, um, where again, when he's driving guys on the second level, sometimes, um, or just in general, one, his hands come too wide too often for me. And he doesn't, he doesn't climb that tree. Like people call it where, you know, you're, you're running up a tree, you're you're in steps, you're, you're working those in steps. He, he tends to go, you know, feet, uh, feet down, um, or the, the balls of his feet that's what I'm looking for down, um, first. And drive off of those, which, again, tends to make your base narrow, make you not, on, not as on balance, which we'll see a couple of times here. So, again, moves outside, just gets – gets. Uh, well, he gets it on that combo. I thought he was going to do something different there, but gets his left hand in. Okay, so he, can, he completely takes over that combo. So you have an outside zone, and he is, he's the post of that, of that combo. Um, but, again, lands the hand. Again, looking pretty uh, high into the shoulder. looks like it, gets, like it gets deflected, but he still gets into the block. But now my problem is look at, see how he's driving off the toes and he's pretty high. Like he's, he's, he's standing up pretty tall. This guy is lower than him. Um, and his feet and his feet are shallow and his base is narrow. When you're, when your base is now, you're not working off your insteps. You're much more off balance where moves like this, a club um, can get you back into the play. And I think I put this in the bad section of the review um, for him, again, it's almost boring to watch how good he is because, like, this play, it's not even that bad for him, but I'm speaking NFL translation level. Like, if a guy is better here um, or stronger, he gets past that block. But so it's just a little bit shallow for me. Um, he's a little bit high. Where again, you, you, more want, like, get, you, you more want to lift the guy, um, get at least one hand inside of him, tight elbow, uh, in steps, and really work him instead of being high and shallow with your base. So there are, some, there are better plays um, in terms of examples of that uh, coming up, I'm pretty sure. Okay, next play. I think they can be like three not so good plays in a row. Um, narrow, Shed. Okay, he's right here, obviously. Left guard still. Um, another outside zone. Again, so I, I can't tell where his left hand lands. Um, definitely like the, the, the end zone move from the opposite way. If you're watching offensive lineman, this, this way is not necessarily the best. But looks like his right hand comes, comes underneath. Like It looks like tight and probably somewhere into the chest ribs area right there. Um, and he drives and, and, he, and he, has good, he has good, again, hand placement, at least with that right hand. But when he starts to drive, again, notice the toes. So he was trying like higher with, with his toes, 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 toes. Now you're getting more off balance where your wider base, you could, you could adjust better to lateral movement when you're wider and you're, when you're more narrow, you you can't, you're obviously not as on balance, you know, um, you know, that's a, a generic, you know, physics thing. So, or physics thing. So that's narrow shed. Guy's on tackle because of his his narrow base. We're here. They see, again, more insteps, more climbing, more of a lift um, type of type of look from him instead of high and just drive a guy. Okay. 25. We're about halfway through again. This is a little bit more of like a marathon type one. Especially at offensive lineman, I, I, I start to get into more, more black holes with some stuff. But um, it is what it is. I, I think offensive line is good to talk about because people – You know, did you necessarily? And there's different ways of like teaching, like, um, like that lag technique I was talking about, and and all that stuff, um, or push. Like some people actually call it push lag, which is kind of weird. Um, but there's you know, there's push techniques where guys stays more head up, or lag technique where guys his head up, or you know, talking about different aiming points, like things like that. Like that's something that people don't really know about. I don't think, um, unless you're like really into the film, so I like like explaining a lot. There's still a lot I'm learning too. Like there's a lot, a lot. I know. 2% 2% of football. There's 98 more percent to learn. And when you learn 98%, you can't, there's still stuff that Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are learning, you know, um, you never know it all, but I will, I promise I'll continue to grow too. So this channel will just continue to get better and better and better and better. Uh, there's a lot of people who learn a little bit and they just stop. It's that's, that's not, that's not good. Uh, ABT good block lack movement on D end. Okay. Again, not a, not a not a bad play, but something I did want to note, um, there are some times where he doesn't create a lot of movement, like back then moves to share the guys. Um, ABT, um, well, one, you don't necessarily love the hand placement. He's a little bit focused on that linebacker right here as, as he's moving towards that defensive end. But you can see him kind of get almost like splash right there where his hand is on the back, and I'm, I can't tell where his left hand is, but the right hand's on the back where, again, ideally, what do you want to work? We talked about it. The ribs, the hips um so you want to make sure you have a tight elbow you're not going to slip off his hand kind of slips off the back right there it seems like um and he doesn't really create a lot of drive and he kind of recovers though so it's not it's not really the best example to be completely honest because he gets on the block his hand slips he refits the hand right there into the into the hips refits it and drives him outside you know what i retract that it's not a bad play It, it this happens like this guy this guy stood up his this blocker. He called him the chest. It happens. He wasn't prepared for it. Hand slips. But the best thing about this is he refits that hand, again, with a tight elbow um, to work that, that center of gravity and drives him outside. So it's actually kind of a good play that I put up it's a bad play. So that's uh, not what I wanted to do. Again, I record this, this stuff fast, and I pretty much watch it for the second time with you guys. Uh, first time, I don't go through a million times. I just record it once. I'm pretty much done. Uh, ABT good pass at hand's feet there's a lot of edited videos you can get where it's like editing and drawings and all that stuff, which might be good. And, you know, sometimes they're 10, 15 minutes is easier to focus, but I just try to run through a lot of plays, you guys to give you a really good feel and show you a little bit of the process. Uh, again, have yeah, the offensive line separate and he's, he's blocking towards the, uh, towards the four tech four, I, um, Pretty relatively generic here, but in terms of leverage, good leverage, as you can see, good base, good knee bend. Um, I like that his right hand again comes underneath right here and catches him in the the armpit, ribs area, stomach-ish. Left hand, I can't tell, but I I like that right hand punch. Head, forehead right into the chin, which obviously indicates good leverage. Extension. And you're seeing rolls hipster for too. Watch. See the rolling of the hips right there. It's little, but roll the hips. Instep, in step, good hand placement. The rush is shut down. And he's gonna mirror him with his feet. Com- there's no chance. Like he has strong hands, and when he has good leverage on you, you're you're like you're done. He you can completely take that guy out of the play. So good block. Two blocks in one. Oh, this is some good quality. All right. Um, outside zone. Oh, hold on. Okay. RPO, and they're just reading that linebacker. So again, this is the linebackers linebacker a the defender. They're reading. That's why he's. That's why he's on block. It's you know RPO is like the read option of like it's a pass game. So he he drops to that to that a gap. What what are they gonna do? Obviously, they're gonna pass the ball because now there's a slant probably behind them. Double slants. Why is he gonna block? That's a weird-looking play. I'm not gonna go and I'm not gonna watch it a thousand times to really figure out what they're trying to do. But again, he he penetrates his backside A. He throws it. He drops into coverage, he hands it off because it's gonna be wide open. Um ABT. Zone step, good job. Like you see some flexibility right here where his hips are kind of are more forward well, just a little bit and his and his top is kind of more facing this guy. So you stay square by working back into that guy, hand inside or hand inside seemingly. That guy tries to extend and run outside. It, it looks like he has his right hand inside on him and he's maintains that contact with that right hand while freeing up to the outside half of his body to pick up another guy. So you see, you see him block this guy. Twenty tries to penetrate the B gap, and he picks up twenty two. So he literally blocks two guys right here. Now, if his right hand is actually on the shoulder or on him, I can't one thousand percent guarantee that. Um, looks to be even if not, he's he's kind of blocking with his shoulder, and then really, really again awareness of him. To to know that he has the center working with him, and he he's the only guy responsible for twenty right now. So he needs to pick up twenty, um, but he notices he's tight enough where he could just not completely leave this block, pick him up. Two guys, obviously the ball does not go there. The it gets hit to the to that backside slant or field side boundary so I couldn't I didn't look, but uh, define gap. like a crack toss. He's going to, um, he's not necessarily blocking down because this guy is not down or back. Um, But he wants to get that outside leverage on him because the run is obviously going outside. So um, takes that wide outside step. Um, And then again, wants to, to hold him inside. So left hand goes inside to the shoulder. And it becomes more of a containment where um, he doesn't want him to get to the outside of him. So he's going to, to place a hand to the rib and, and push him inside with that, with that hand, where as if this hand was a little bit more shallow, a little bit more into the chest guys can, can, can chop it or work over top of it, where if it's outside, you know, it's pushing you inside. So you're not going to be able to, to work past that. Where again, if you're more inside that force is pushing you kind of vertically. So you're able to work outside if that, makes sense. So good job. Circular force. Again, you have like four different forces generically um, or really three Oh no, we have four uh, push, obviously pull, obviously lift, obviously, and then circular force where it's more rotation. It's more power in the, in the hips and the core. And you're going to see that here where he gets to of the guy and you see the circular force right there work core power and it gets in front of him. Good job with the feet getting in front. In steps. Good base stands the guy up. Okay. 30 active eyes. I would say his 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 pass game is more where is more um, is farther ahead of, of the run game and running is obviously good as well, but he's a uh, really, really good in the past game. Okay. So, um, college play actions are so funny. Like who is this faking out? There's a lot of movement and stuff, but like, who's he hitting the ball though? <laughs> um, so the offensive line, they all slide to their right to our left right now because these two guys are, are filling the edge. Um, off of the left side of the offensive line. So all the offensive linemen are going to, to to shuffle right in their gap protection. So that's what ABT is going to do. But ABT knows there's nobody um, in the, really threatening this A-gap. So he has a little bit more flexibility um, to move to his right um, later in the pass rep. Um, and what's happening in his mind is, okay, there's a guy in you know, over top of me, three, uh, three tech. And he's sliding inside. So he doesn't want this guy to penetrate quickly because this is a good amount of ground for his for his tackle to cover. So he wants to cheat a little bit um, to the backside of where he's sliding to or shuffling to because he doesn't want to allow, allow that quick penetration. But at the same time, this guy has to get over quickly. He has to maintain uh, eye contact, not eye contact, you don't look into those eyes as they're playing, but he wants to main uh, vision or focus on number 13 um, to make sure he's not going to penetrate that a gap. So, he steps the way he's supposed to, but he stays while staying square to the line of scrimmage. But he also throws out, um, um, like that drag. This is more of like a drag hand, like overlap. Like drag hand is just when you're like more of a tackle guard, whatever it may be. You're taking your pass set, you throw a hand out, like if you're looking left, let's say your right hand is going to be that drag hand because you're not looking that way. But if somebody, if you feel contact on that right hand now, maybe you go back to that hand, you block that guy, where more of an overlap is more your hand on another offensive lineman um, where you're going to p- pretty much it's, it's a similar thing, but you're just going to put your hand on, on, on him um, to kind of notify him like, Hey, I'm here, um, whatever it may be. So this is more of a drag hand. It becomes an overlap because it kind of touches him, but it's more of a drag hand overlap is more for like, Hey, I'm here. You know, I, I, I have your, your inside, your outside, so you could cheat the opposite way. Um, <clears throat> so it throws a drag hand, but he stays you know tighter to that B gap to not allow him to penetrate. If he did, he would probably pick him up but good job saying square good drop turning that hand maintains you know his vision on on 13 not necessarily eye contact but he he maintains that now again um he goes to slide because now he knows that his tackles pick that up so he goes to slide this guy steps up the field so he goes to pick him up what happens he gets sucked up to play action he thinks he's going to block him nope he got sucked up to the play action he drops back into his hook zone whatever it may be now he knows he's handled. He knows he's dropping the coverage. Now, what's his next threat? It's going to be his inside. Um, so he looks inside. He sees 99 bull rushing um, the center, and then he just gets on that block. So you just see the like that's 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 the mental processing that all happens one pre-snap, and then all within like three seconds. Step in, okay. He has it. Oh nope, this guy now. Like it's it's that's really quick um, again. And if like people like maybe I should play it, so like, you try to do it yourself. But like that's that's a really nice play. Again, doesn't look. Crazy! It's not a highlight play that you're going to see on YouTube highlights at six, six minutes, but it's just as impressive to me. Um, ABT hand wide shallow base. Let's watch it. This is where you see some of like the the things coming in the in the, in the run game where, um, at times, and it's hard to tell where his where his right hand is right here, but he gets stacked. Um, you have the defender who looks to get two hands into the chest. You have ABT whose left hand comes wide. Um, so his hands are wider here. You can tell this elbow is flared out a little bit. That one's really flared out. And now again, so you don't have good hand placement. And eh, his face isn't bad because he's, he's driving off the insteps. His feet are a little wide. Um, this isn't terrible. He does get, like, again, it's his, his bad plays are not ever too, too bad because he gets, you know, contacted quick. He gets splashed, as he calls it. Most people call it where the guy gets into your chest quickly. Um, it's more of the, the hands being wide, and then his base is a little bit shallow right there where he gets, uh, where they run this, uh, like, another tight zone split. He sees the helmet inside. He's going to cut outside. Um, and Becton, sorry, not Becton, um, ABT is not able to, to, to drive his his guy um, vertically, mixed, or he gets it almost another tackle. Good job by the running back uh, staying up. Okay, play 31 of 56. Again, so it's going to be a little, little bit longer of a show um, than I did with the other guys. The other guys tend to be like two hours. This one might be two and a half, three. If you want to break it up into three shows, four shows, six shows, whatever. I don't care. Watch. I appreciate that. Rate, review. Um, I know people don't watch the podcast because if you're, if you're or, sorry, listen to the podcast. If you're really listening to this podcast and people do, um, maybe just to hear me like talk in generalities of a guy, they play it on four times speed and just hear me talk a little bit about him. Um, you're crazy because obviously I'm breaking down film. So it's hard to imagine, but power to you. But even if you're watching on YouTube, go to that, you know, hit a five star don't leave a review if you don't if you don't want to if you do that's that's great too it helps us helps me get out to more people helps the website then i get a computer i can draw on freaking do all this stuff uh for the guy who hates the fan in the background i get a sheet that says jet x factor you know whatever it may be um obviously i'm an owner of the site. So it's the like site getting more traffic more reviews helps out your guy you know uh i have a full-time job off of this but opposite of this but if i can make money doing this um which you know I'm not gonna get to that but um it helps me out. It helps me dedicate more time to this helps me, my, my wife out, uh, my future, uh, children running around. We'll see when that happens. Hopefully not soon. Um, left guard, hands square and steps again, uh, three tech. This is more of a tight three. He's really tight three where he's almost, he's almost a two. Um, so as I call it, a tighter three, he's a little more outside three wide three, 4i, four, 4, 5, wide 5, 6 to the tight end, 7, 9, blah, 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 blah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so zone steps inside. Obviously, the 3-tech is his, is his primary concern. Good job not dropping that hand too much. Right hand comes into the chest. Good base. Doesn't cross up his feet. I could tell he's working off the insteps. You see that instep right there. It just goes past that knee. but you see how he lands on the instep again, generate as much power as he can um, up and through that guy and just hell of a job. Just shuffling. Like you want to, you know, I, you know, more, more power type stuff is more uh, like drive blocking um, physical leverage, like really moving a guy where obviously, you know, Zone you want to physically move a guy to, but primarily you need positional leverage. You know the the, the running backs aren't hitting a gap like they were in power, um, or designed gap at least. Um, they're more reading hats, um, and a really good defensive lineman will show a hat, like show inside while they really have the ability outside and then flash outside real quick and tackle the guy. Like that's good off defensive lineman, but if you trust your offensive line, you're reading the the hats. Um, so steps inside in steps right hand looks to be tight just based on how this plays out in steps and really good job just working the hips to position a leverage hell of a block really really good job uh, drive block watch lean drive base block whatever it the The basic zone block, zone block, drive block, base block. If a guy's outside of you, call it whatever you want. Um, That's where, if it's where you're going, Uh, obviously you want to get hands on and then drive him outside again. He already has that, that positional leverage. So it turns into more of like a drive block because you're trying to kick him outside. Um, Especially um, when it's like this, this tight belly zone. So lands his hands, right hand into the armpit. Again, just watch the little bit of lean it's not. It's not overly brutal. It's really not bad at all because he's trying to contact this guy really, really quickly um, to to gain that momentum on him to to pop him off the ball, um, and then he just he's going to drive him. It's not a bad lean. Again, his his bad stuff is not. It, it, this is even a bad play. I mean, I, I put this in as a bad play. I'm just saying he's moving his guy. Just watch a little bit of that lean. And the base again. And eh, no, he's working off the right, the, the right instep, right there. So it's really not that bad. Yeah, not that bad. It, it's a tiny, tiny bit of the lean, but overall, again, he moves his guy one, two, three, four-ish yards outside, which again defines that gap um, <laughs> for his uh, his running back. Sorry, I looked out the window. I just literally heard a, a really loud groan. Um, what my neighbors doing? So, uh, drive, hand, roll, hips. Um, another like outside zone. Now again, um, just based on how the box is stacked up, um, there's really nobody to, to take this um, there's a will backer and he just penetrates the a gap right away. And if he's, uh, if he's quick enough on that trigger, um, it's really going to screw up the, the, the running back. Um, so the running back, Oh, well, good, good, good. A uh, little good job stabbing Tate outside right there. I like that. So, but Avt, regardless, we're not looking at all this stuff. Um, zone step right hand again, tight elbow into the ribs lower chest area of the offensive lineman. And now you're going to see him roll his hips. So he's down and his hips come in and up. And again, that just, you're rolling the hips. and You're lifting the guy up like that. And you're lifting him. where you come into a contact. And you're already, your hips are already locked out. You're not going to create as much force as it is. You're getting underneath of them um, and rolling your hips up and through them. So you're going to see the hand connect. You're going to see the hip roll, hip roll, and you see, like how the guy lifts; he's coming underneath, strong, tight elbow, and you're you're literally going to watch the guy lift, lift him. That's from the hip roll. Maintain that contact. Work that those ribs, hips, drive him outside. Again, really good. You're watching full speed. That's a really good block again. It's 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 not all the time. You see the hands wide and the shallow base, like all that stuff, like it's it's at sometimes but it's it's a slight weakness I, I put it in the in the articles like some of this is not not necessarily a reach but they're not big weak weaknesses like little tweaks in his game um i really little tweaks to his game i think he could be all pro i, I really do um right now if he just continues on his trajectory i think he's a pro ball player um at the i think his floor is an average guard. And that's almost a reach for me. I feel like above average guard is almost his like uh, his absolute floor is an average guard. I, I really, I, I do not see him busting. I, I, in terms of offensive linemen I've watched. He's one of the safest guys I've watched. He really is. Hell of a block. Um, I try to be very honest with you, with people. You know, I, I'll watch people say they suck. Uh, Peanut last year. You know, uh, Ashton Davis coming in, I was like, ooh, like he's really, really raw. Don't expect a lot of him in year one. And he didn't do a lot in year one. Jared Davis I was like, ooh. But, again, if there's one if there's one position group you're going to have faith with, um, it's linebackers. I like his ability. Um, Chairwood, you're going to see a little bit of that. I'm not as high on that pick as some other people are. Um, I think there's a lot of issues in his game that people either overlook or don't know what they're looking for. <clears throat> uh, ABT, catch-hand, athletic, and maybe I'm wrong, you know if you trust me enough, then maybe your opinion will change ABT catch hand athletic again. And this is a good example of like exactly what Benton would coach um, where they run this like lead outside zone. And if you don't have that combo in the first level, which is if it's your primary block, this is like a catch hand reach for him where, you know, catch hand reach. It's going to be a little bit tighter. We're going to catch him, and it's not to necessarily move him. It's just to, to, to catch him. to get that positional leverage to hold him up. Um, because you don't have to completely move a guy with that catch hand. If he's going a, if he's gonna shoot to the backside, the runs going outside doesn't matter. Um, and it's the same thing on the second level where, whether it be after a combo, whatever it is, you're going to, you're going to aim to the outside shoulder of the offensive lineman on the outside zone, I'm speaking. Um, and you're going to have that, that inside hand ready, that catch hand, um, to, catch him if he cuts inside. And if not, then you're going to, to reach him with that outside hand. You're going to rake him with that outside hand. Um, and again, this is a good example straight line blocking outside shoulder, catch reach. And you're going to see him again, outside shoulder, outside shoulder, outside shoulder. You want that catch hand to be ready, not to necessarily drive him so far inside, but you want to, to be able to catch him if he does try to slip the block or slip under the block. Or, or kind of like backdoor, get backside of it. So you see the hand be ready, land into the into the chest, and now again, what does that contact do? He's he's moving outside, and because his hand is now is now on that guy, and that guy is working at a hand, it throws him back inside. You know, like obviously, if you're trying to run around in a in a circle, can you run around a circle quicker? You know, with nothing to grab, or if you had like a, a pole or a wall to move against, are you going to turn quicker? Obviously, the pole or a wall to move against to, to put your hand against, you use that momentum to turn your hips. Um, That's kind of what happens here. If that's if you understand that, get him helps him turn his hips, turn himself into it. In steps, right hand into the ribs, stand him up. That is fantastic. It does not look crazy. But And it looks like, oh, he almost got beat. But that is exactly how he's supposed to block that. Exactly. You cannot do that better. Literally, you cannot do that better. How quickly his hips move, the flexibility, the, the athleticism, the hand placement, the instep, the leverage, the fact that he like rolls his hips a little bit up and through that right there. Right there. That is an A-plus play from, from Elijah Baratalker. A-plus. It really does not get better than that. Uh... High light hands. Okay, uh, the student he slides inside. I think to the, to the nose is his right hand. Again, there's the times his hands are a little bit high. It doesn't show up all the time, but it, it is there. Again, shuffle inside. You have you have gap protection from left guard to right tackle. There's has a slide more zone blocking at, at, in terms of like pass setters that could be zone too. He's in a man block. The left tackles in a man block. At the end call him like a Gilligan. Uh, I think that's what, uh, Jim McNally would call him Gilligan. He's on an Island, Gilligan Island right there. Um, zone man. So he's going to slide inside. He's going to pick up the, the tackle. Um, if he either stacks or, or shoots, uh, the, the, a, whatever, um, shuffles I want to see him be more, uh, not decisive, more, what's the word I'm looking for. I'm not going to find it. I always remember like two minutes later, his hand's too high and it, it needs to be lower. You see how it hits the face mask needs to be lower. That guy is, is bending down. Um, and obviously your hands in the face mask, you're not generating a lot of force and you get hands to the face. So um, the hand needs to be more deliberate. Is that the word I'm looking for? Maybe deliberate into the chest. Um, and again, now there's left hand too. You're going to see it hit the shoulder, hit the shoulder. And it's going to slip over the top because it's not low enough. Again, when he's working at this guy like this, you know, right hand tight, get into the chest, left hand into the into the uh into the rib area, at least on the shoulder, inside the shoulder, like more to the front of the shoulder. And where does hands go? High, high. His hand slips over the top as he kind of like humps, like hump moves him. And the right hand didn't generate a lot of force either. He's kind of thrown inside. He tries to drop his post to recover, but obviously now is he on balance? No. Um, what does the defensive lineman do? comes under with the right forks that this this in the uh, the outside arm, which lifts his uh, Elijah bear Tucker's main point of contact, lifts it, bowls him, shed he was never on balance after, after he initially lost so the hand placement here is, is is not good and he's a little bit high again. see how he's kind of high into this block you want to see it, you want to see a little bit more bend he's the highest offensive line on this play. Hand plays so not, not good, not right good That's that's probably the worst play we've seen. Um, there hasn't been a lot of bad though. There's really a, it's 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 rare. Now some of the stuff might show up a little bit more against offensive linemen or defensive line in the NFL, but I feel very, very comfortable with the Lodge of Eric Tugger. Combo to the second, let's watch it real quick. Yeah, his timing on combos is upper tier. That is for sure. Um, I I didn't really notice the running back a lot or pay attention to the running back a lot. Um, I'm not like a huge college football guy. Like I, I I I scout or watch film on the guys who the Jets draft and like pre-draft to look at some of the guys who I think they may draft in the earlier rounds. Um, and I think somebody commented on the video last week or they did on the Jets X thing, which I appreciate. He's like, Oh yeah, that guy from Boston college. You're talking about the linebackers actually was drafted in the fifth or sixth round. Um, I'll respond to you guys. I've been so freaking busy. Um, this running back, I don't know if he's good or not, but I've noticed some good plays of him. In the last, uh, just talking about the play a little bit with you guys. So outside, uh, outside zone, like a lead outside zone. And again, he's going to take at least in bed system three steps to read him. If this guy widens, he's going to work up to the second level. If he just stays heads up, he's going to, to push him, not shove him, snap him outside, work up to the second level. If he, if he stays where he's inside, he didn't over, he's going to overtake it. um, And he's going to work to second level. So he's working to the outside, working to the outside. He stays outside. So what does he do? Well, because it's so far outside, he just continues to maintain, maintain contact. Okay. So he stays in the combo a little bit longer than Benton would want, most likely, but he is inside a little bit. So it's a little bit of a different situation. Um, I would think that Benton would probably coach him to really throw him outside right here. Like, get, get, you, you want him to really push him outside right here and define it, um, where he kind of just runs into it. It's the only thing I would say, like, really, really get more force into that and snap him outside. I know, I know Benton wants that, that snap, like, right here. One, two, one, two, three. By that third step, you, you want to kind of define it. But uh he runs them outside regardless. I'm not sure how they are they how they're coached, obviously. <clears throat> um but runs them outside, keeps him outside. Now obviously the linebacker is going to go like shoot that uh that A gap. Barrett Tucker has his eyes up. Right hand lands somewhere around here his left hand's high, but again, linebacker you have a little bit more flexibility to be wide and things like that drives him outside. Pretty good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Eyes. The timing right there is really, really nice in terms of like, you can stay on a combo for the most part, um, depending, which we'll go through play by play with the jets um, until a guy starts to, to penetrate. Um, but Benton is a little bit more of like a, again, a Skarnakia straight in line you know, uh, combo up to him immediately. Like he, he likes to get up quick, um, more than stay on blocks, but, uh, we'll discuss that. Okay. ABT reach. I'm assuming it's going to be the four eye unless it's in the backside. Yeah. He's in the backside. So They all they're just they're just the 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 two tackles the uh, oh they run this like this like tight front right here uh, T I T E where it's the where it's the nose and the the two four eyes um the the linebackers uh, I can't tell who's outside right here but it's a it's like a tight front right here the the nose two four eyes um and he tries a backdoor of the run they both they both uh, slant inside so that's. Uh, ABT's job, obviously. If it's again, it's more of this lead outside zone right here. So he's not just gonna meet him, you know, um to the to that near shoulder and just drive him towards the play. He wants to get positional leverage in front of him when it's going opposite like that. It's different if it's tight zone, inside zone. Um, I'm talking a lot. I feel like I'm getting to the weeds a lot in this episode, at least a little bit into the weeds. So scooch technique right foot back and horizontal left foot back and horizontal left hand come or right hand comes up into him, use as a pivot point backhand to catch him. Again, you know, I, ideally it's a little bit lower, not as, not as vertical as his form. It's more into him, but you're B be that's like, that's like a beyond super nitpicky. Into the armpit. Now, again, gets underneath of him. So he roll the hips a little bit. And he's kind of just standing straight up, but it's okay. He gets, he gets that positional leverage. It's not necessarily about physical leverage and moving a guy. When you're on the backside of an outside zone, it's about positional leverage. Just get in front of him and impede him from running to the running back. So. 39 of 40. ABT climb, good, but hand high. Okay, so good climb. Hey, I'll be pretty quick with this one. Um, He, he, like, he, he, he almost like gallop techniques this, but he's like, it doesn't necessarily work out as well as he wants to, where it's like the first step is towards and the right, the, the second step with that left is going to generate a lot of force. He, he, he comes into contact too quick with 94 to let that, that, that second step with the, with the left foot or the, the first step of the left foot, the second foot overall of his, of this play um, generate as much force as he wants to. So he comes into contact a little bit quick with this guy and you're going to see that his hand lands high. You see the hand lands onto the back of 94. So doesn't really, he doesn't really push him inside. Like ideally again, um, which by the way, on this, uh, it's like one back power. Um, he's down blocking. He's in a down combo backside will backer. Um, so he really wants to work into him left hand into the ribs, push him, throw him inside, shove him inside. And then, and then boom, combo right to 30 as he scrapes over the top. Um, but his hand lands higher right here, and the the, the, it's, the gout doesn't necessarily work. But again, still comes off with a good timing. Square to the line to the wheel backer. Square to the wheel backer. Grab him, take him out of the play. Stand him up. Good job. Uh, play forty. Too easy. Frame hands. Can't play this. Can't let my beer get warm. Uh, again, I just it's it's American. Windows open, birds are chirping, 65 degrees out, yingling, which is like my go-to generic beer, by the way. Uh, there's some other things I like, Pauliner and Heffenweissen, wherever the hell it is from Germany. And there's some other things I like, but like generic, like going to like a game where there's only gonna be like Miller, but all stuff, yingling my, is, my, is my go-to. Unless you're going to a Jets game and it's eight o'clock in the morning. It's a little bit heavier for, for not necessarily heavy, but a little tiny heavier. Um, as like an amber for the morning, morning hours, I go Miller. Um, which by the way, I tailgate hard, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but if anybody's like looking to a game, um if you have your if you're your buddies, if you your friends, you, like and you're gonna tailgate them, completely cool with me. Like you guys do that. You guys have a, a great time. I'm not telling people to come to the tailgate. Um, and if you do come with your friends, f- completely follow me. J one freaking email me. I, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm down with party with anybody. Um, there's no way that we do go a little hard, <laughs> but if you're one of those people who like, who, you know, maybe either are moved to the area, um, or you're coming from like a different state, you really want to go to a game, but you don't really have any friends there. Um, and you want to go, but you're not alone. Feel w- 1000% uh, comfortable emailing me like, Hey, I want to go to a game. I don't really have anybody to go with. Come to our tailgate. You will freaking you can get a ticket. And we'll sit you somewhere the best we can, depending on how packed the stadium is next to us. Like, do uh, not—we're not going to be not accepting of anybody. Like, come in, male, female—you know, does not matter. Freaking message me, and you can come to tailgate, and you'll have a very, very, very good time. I guarantee it. So, if you are looking to come a game, you're by yourself, hit me up for sure. I I, I want everybody to experience it, especially week one or week two. Sorry, Uh, if you're with your buddies, want to come. I'm cool with it. I'm I'm down to meet whoever. So, and I, especially if I'm speaking to subscribers now at this point. Um, feel comfortable to do that. We have a, we have a good time. Um, <clears throat> so left guard. He makes everything look really easy. He does. Like yeah. on this play, like it's nothing. It's nothing crazy, but good footwork in step off the left. This left hand kind of catches more like which is fine. Like, you know, ideally like if you, if your hands shoot are too narrow, you know, wherever it may be a little bit, wherever um, If your hand is too narrow, it's easier to chop down and to get outside. Like if your hand is too narrow, you can go, you can angle more to the outside. Um, so you really ideally you want like one hand underneath tight, one hand over the top like that's how most blocks are taught depending on the situation obviously there's a lot of different situations but like just generically like alternate one two um and that's exactly what he does right here where the forces from this hand from the inside hand and then the left hand's coming over top of the catch so like i initially I, I was just watching it like in real time um the left hand is wider here but there are situations where you want that that which what i call is like a half moon punch like coming over or jibik now call like a half moon punch from over the top like catching inside hand um first so really good in terms of his punch again obviously you guys know this one now in steps base good leverage pretty good alternating one two perfect bang bang that is that's as good as it gets it looks simple but that is great one two in steps In steps stay with them lift them it's extend the guy try to go back inside he maintains the contact with the right hand just matches him like it's it's so it's almost boring to watch and for some of you probably is unless you're trying to learn more line is not that sexy unless it's like makai beckton you know rodney hudson quentin nelson guys who like bury people like just a technical aspect people don't i love it i really do love it that's why i'm talking so much we're going through 39 plays i feel like i've been recording this for at least almost two hours i gotta keep moving all right next play This is going to be one of the longer ones. Uh, 41, we got like 20, not, no, 16 plays left-ish. And right after this, I'm actually going to try to finish up my Michael Carter film. Uh, Even though I I know I'm going to put out the next vote, it's going to be like between Michael Carter, Zach Wilson, part three of four, um, Nazaluddin, and... Carter the second. Did I already say that? Carter the second. Ledeen, Zach Wilson, and Panak. I think actually, Panak's gonna be in there, but I know it's gonna be Nasrud Ledeen because everybody wants to see him, and I had to watch a lot on him still, which is cool. Uh, but ABT fold tunnel. <clears throat> okay, so like some some plays are designed. Um, like some people call this like fold. Um, where you're gonna fold inside, which is the one gap pull. Um, some people call it a tunnel, like a, like a, like a, a power that's not as wide. as people refer to like a, a, a tunnel run. Um, so whether you want to call it fold tunnel, uh, I don't want to watch this a thousand times to really see everybody's assignment and say if it's more of a fold or or, or a tunnel, um, even though they're pretty much the same thing, or they could be the same thing actually. So again, because they're aiming to the to the the inside here. Um, which looks like it might be just be a, almost like a, a, an adjustment for this for this guard. Um, ABT blocks this guy out, drives him outside, steps inside because they don't want him to to penetrate this a gap. In steps, left hand lands again a little high. Um, I, I don't want to, You don't want to come to a block with your with your arm extended. You're not going to generate a lot, of, a, a lot of a lot of force. Um, tighter into the chest. We're driving more. So hands are a little bit wide and high right here. Um, but he does end up uh, kind of getting a little bit of bend right there um, and rolling his hips a little bit like right there. Yeah, right there. He rolls his hips. So a little bit of good or a lot of good, a lot of or tiny, tiny sprinkle of bad right there. Hold on a second. All right, <laughs> I re- I resume recording. And I just hear that lady in the background saying, "This this meeting is is being is being resumed." Like, ah, oh, I hope you guys don't hear that. If if you do, that's just gonna be a new thing you have to deal with, as, as do I. But um, I hope that's the thing I, only I hear. So, ABT quick adjust again. Uh, left guard. We have a couple more plays if we met left guard. About ten more, and then we're going to some left tackle. Uh, I have about 15 plays left. I'll run through these real quick. I know we are, uh, by my guesstimation, about two hours into it, <clears throat> so be pretty quick. Um, zone step outside, and initially, just based on alignment, he most likely thinks, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step to the outside. Maybe maybe a little hand check this this one tech. Just throw out the the, the one hand, the right the right hand." Uh, to assist the center in getting that position leverage outside. Uh, And I'm going to climb to the second level. Um, And this is why pre versus post snap matters. So linebacker angles inside. He sees that. Now what does he have to do? Now his next threat is the the widening uh, nose tackle. So the nose tackle widens. ABT turns his hips, hands, drops his hands into him, drops his helmet into him drives him with mostly, um, the right hand, which again is his first contact on that guy because left hand, obviously he's outside the left hand is, you have to completely turn his hips to reach him. Um, you know, on the fly and pretty much one step to, to get that done. So that's not going to happen. Uh, the right, the right hand lands underneath tight elbow, as you can see, comes under underneath of the armpit uh, armpit waist area. Hip area of the nose tackle maintains that contact, drives him outside, and you can see it right here. Left hand off, and the re- the right hand is probably into the ar- armpit area. Again, it's a little bit hard to see. Okay, yes, yeah, so you see right here, armpit area. Left hand isn't contacting, but the right hand is. Maintain that contact, driving completely out of this play. Watch on full speed. Quick adjustment on on the fly right there by Vera Tucker to uh, to. To drive that nose tackle outside. Okay, forty-three. Wrench. Yeah, another another good play. <laughs> um he just he's so freaking clean. He really is. Um ooh, no, okay, so we have another scooch. So, again, it's very slight. This scooches, unless unless they're not dramatic. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. He, again, it's the, it's the horizontal losing ground, horizontal losing ground, and that's to, to almost like scoop underneath of him where, again, if it's so hard to do with your hands because you guys are seeing it opposite than I am, but if a guy, you know, the offensive lineman and the defensive lineman, if he's penetrating quickly – you're not going to be able to, to just cut him off because then you're going to meet him like this. Whereas if you're losing ground to gain it, you get underneath of him. That's pretty, uh, really simply what it is. Um, so lose the gain. let's scooch. Scooch technique. Left hand shoots to contain. Right hand comes underneath to generate that, that, that force right here. And what ends up happening is uh, the... Which it looks like they have a little, a little a game is coming right here because you have the loose three and the five. But um, he ends up angling to the outside. So his hand, either his right hand doesn't land inside or it slips to the back or he adjusts to the back. Again, it's, it's hard to tell in, in traffic like this, you know, exactly where his hands are. Um, the left hand lands high. Again, I want to see him fix this. Like this left hand is way too high. You want to see a little bit more prepared to, to land inside or at least to the shoulder. Um, which is, it could be just a catch hand. It's a little weird. It lands too high, Reg- regardless of what he's trying to do with that. If he's trying to shoot left over top and right underneath to drive from outside, the left hand still lands, lands uh, too high for me. It comes completely over the shoulder. You'd see right there. He's he coming in contact with, with his, with his, uh, you know, like elbow joint or bicep area. So, right hand, Eventually ends up on the back. And then what he does to adjust, so this guy's kind of cross his face. He has to refit his hands. He refits his hands and now he's gonna wrench them. Where again, wrenching um in this scenario is going to be left hand to the chest, and then the right hand is going to either work the hip or the back, and he's going to basically straighten the guy out. So push with both hands, straighten the guy out, you're gonna stand him up, and then your your force is gonna take him inside. So um, I can't really tell exactly where his hands land right here, but I could tell right here, it's high, His left hand's high refit. See right there, left hand high. And then you're going to see the refit right there, refit, right hand onto the back, wrench him inside, work your hips to gain that positional leverage, positional leverage wrench inside. not the cleanest in terms of him with his hand right here, the left left hand, but in terms of refitting his hand left, right to wrench him inside on an outside zone, um, is very, very good. Um, next 44 cross dog power step. Okay. I don't know if we watched any power steps yet, but this is what it is. So, um, again, in basic alignment, like just for guards and, and tackles, like uh, post foot, kick foot, post foot, kick foot, post foot, kick foot, post foot, kick foot. Um, so if you're right tackle, or if you're on the right side, your left foot's your post foot. If you're on the left side, your right foot's your post foot. Um, and always, you know, the, the, the guard to me, a little bit, a little bit less like drastic than the tackles in terms of put in uh, or, or a post and a kick in terms of how far they are t- towards their the of or how far they are up um, but um, let me see why so a uh, power step is when you're when you shuffle towards your post foot but you don't drop your post so sometimes you want to you where you want to stay to the outside with your with your uh, with your kick foot back, but you just want to shuffle inside really quickly off of your, off of your, uh, off of your power. So getting tripped up a little bit. So watch. Instead of dropping his post, completely committing to the a gap, he wants to maintain um, his, his ability to get to the outside right here. So he's in a power step and it also takes longer to, to drop your post because you have to completely flip your hips. Whereas if you could be quick off of a power step, if you have really quick um, feet, great. That's exactly what it does right here. So his post foot stays a post. And when you step inside off of that post without dropping drop, without dropping that post, that's what you refer, uh, refer to as a power step. So power step, power step. Post foot stays his post. Left uh, His left foot, which isn't as far back as... Um, a really good example of a power step. Maybe, um, it still is a power step to the inside power, power, um, right hand inside again, stay square to the line of scrimmage, stay long, pass them off. Get the hand on the shoulder of the Blitzer, and the, the and the and the Blitzer, which they they run like this. Uh, oh, so I didn't even mention that. So they run a cross dog. Um, interesting blitz from the from Notre Dame here. Um, so it's actually a pretty good design that doesn't end up completely working out because one of the balls out quick, but it's it's an interesting design. Um, now that I'm watching this, is because this nose tackle is trying to pull or uh, he's, he's going outside and he's pulling the right guard outside. And now you're isolating the left guard and center where the left tackle is going to kick out to, to this guy. Uh, so now you're isolating these two offensive linemen between three guys with the cross dog. So you have him pulling outside you have these two guys cross-dogging, which they're both going to aim to the outside shoulder or sorry, the outside and the inside of these guys, which is going to separate them. And then you have the late guy, if that doesn't work out, um, to blitz through the uh, through the A-gap, which ends up being the B-gap, um, just based on how it, how it plays out. But pretty interesting design by, by Notre Dame right there. So um, you have them power step inside, pick up the the one linebacker who are, who are on that cross-dog blitz, pass him off stay long stay square eyes up pass him to the center pick up the, the the second cross dog or the the looper of the cross dog gets the quarterback but he still holds him up uh, just just enough okay 45 hand check climb. Tight zone split, tight belly zone split, we'll call it tight zone. Um, now, again, he's going to zone step. If if the nose tackle angles on side, he'll, he'll pick him up. Um, but because he widens, because he like sacks, um, now his next threat is um, the linebacker. But he almost throws out that check hand right here. But again, he notices that he's uh, in his peripheral vision, whatever it may be. He notices that he widens. So the check hand is not really going to do much. Don't want to overextend. Keeps his eyes on the linebacker. So check left hand also checks. So again, like watching this again for like the second time, this is another play that like, it's so little, but it's, it's such a, just a smart play, like awareness and, like patience and smarts within a within a second or two is is fantastic. It really like this is great. This is super little, but in terms of his throwing out the right hand, doesn't feel anything with 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 that hand or doesn't see anything as peripheral. Drops that hand. Now eyes are still on the linebacker because that's that's his one of his threats. Eyes on the linebacker. Not even sure if he sees the backside, but he still throws out that check hand just in case to help his his uh, left tackle if there's a quick penetration, which there is. He's trying to quickly penetrate, so now he throws out his left hand, lands onto the shoulder of the uh, of the defensive end. Now picks up that block as the left tackle buzz, linebacker angles inside, picks up the linebacker. Like it, that is so quick within two seconds, to even... Pick up, whether it be you're watching this game, you're not watching this game, or even if you're just watching highlights, which I'm sure this isn't on a highlight film of Vera Tucker, but this is a really, really good play. Man. Right, not there. Left, feel it. Pick it up. Eyes still up. Pick up the linebacker, too. Now, the play doesn't work again. We're just watching Vera Tucker. In terms of just Vera Tucker on that play, doesn't get much better. Uh, Vera Tucker, fine to work. Okay. Left guard. Hmm. So you have like a one back power Um, there. Tucker's blocking down. I wouldn't really say this is finding work. Um, Watching this again, he blocks down. Obviously the the linebacker he initially keys on doesn't penetrate quickly. So he's not going to pick him up. Um, So he's just keep working down the line of scrimmage and eventually finds the Uh, the defensive tackle who tries to scrape over the top and he picks him up. That's pretty much what that is. So he's blocking down linebacker doesn't penetrate eyes up, finds the linebacker hands land, uh, or at least the right hand lands pretty tight, good elbow angle, picks him up. That's where I'm talking about finding work. Okay. So picks him up on the down block. He's blocked. He knows he's blocked the, uh, the right guard has positional leverage. It almost looks like he's going to to jump on the backside backer. And as he jumps on the backside backer, he notices that another defensive lineman, uh, which ends up being the, the, or the two eye, or sorry, the three, apologize. The three eventually kind of works back to him or gets driven inside and it picks up him. Um, even though he's focused on the linebacker right here. So down block, find it goes a shuffle to get uh to the linebacker, but eventually contacts the nose tackle season at the last second drops the shoulder. So good job. Not getting caught in the chest There's really quick awareness right there of, of what's happening. So many things that happen so quickly offensive line that are on the fly um, with him right there, like his ability to be mid step to go pick up that linebacker, to drop that left shoulder, to get, positional leverage on the, the nose tackle who gets driven inside or the, sorry, the, uh, the three tech, which is a defensive tackle. Really, really good. 47. Uh, scooch lateral movement. Okay. About 10 plays left. 47. This is uh, again, a longer one. <clears throat> um, another lead outside zone. So again, he wants to work um, towards this uh, nose tackle to allow the center um, to be that like high leg and work to the second level, which he's going to work to the will backer on this. And again, similar situation. So now this is where I talk about like a lot of the scooches I showed you were, were inside foot, near foot first, but when guys want to cover a lot more ground, they, they, they hop inside with the outside foot and then go inside um, with their second step. So you're going to see a scooch, but a little bit different this time in terms of the outside foot being first outside, then inside Um, the right hand lands in the middle. Again, left hand catches, use that inside hand as a pivot and then work your hips around right hand inside, work your hips around. Now he has positional leverage. Take over the block. Now takes over the block and the um, number 92 tries to work over top of the block to get back in on the play and the Vera Tucker just maintains that contact with the right hand and just drives forward, uh, and pancakes him. So again, hell you can see the athleticism right here. Uh, when I play at full speed athleticism technique in terms of the scooch, uh, the hand placement, um, the, the core strength um, a little bit to just get his hips around right there and to kind of, uh, get that positional leverage. And then obviously just keep your feet driving. The guy works over the top. Don't want to go over the top, drive him into the turf. 48 stunt pickup. Okay. We'll play it full speed. Okay. Similar to the last one of those, uh, the last ones we watched, I think it was two plays ago. Um, where offensive line again is shuffling left in their gap protection. You have a Gilligan with the right tackle, so he slides his most or he, he shuffles his uh threat initially is the three tech slides to him, which he's gonna slide that way regardless. But he feels that stunt, he always feels stunts. He that's he's very, very good already at picking up blitzes and stunts, feels it. This guy doesn't do a good job of like hooking you like for him, he wants to like hook this arm and then pull really pull him, um, almost like hold his arm, um, which is hard to notice as a ref. So tiger feels that, feels the feels the T E stunt. Um, hand on him, push him, pass him off to your tackle. Again, you don't want to just let him penetrate and just go to the looper because then if you, then uh your tackle doesn't have as enough time to adjust um because this is a a lot on the tackle here. Pass him off. Use that as a as the uh, as a point to, to push off the inside. Shuffles to pick up the looper. Again, his eyes are on the looper. Does not know this guy is here. There's no way he knows that guy is there. And then as he's dropping his post, this inside foot, as we spoke about before. The last second again, he notices this guy working into his into his chest. Um, oh, so this isn't a T-stun. I apologize. I thought it was a T-stun initially. Watching, um, these guys are both penetrating inside, and he's in a loop around to like the 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 backside eight gap or whatever it is. Um, he notices the, the the other penetrator at the last second, just drops himself a little bit into it, picks him up, stands him up. It's you got to realize like this is all happening slow as I'm breaking it down for you guys, but it's so freaking quick. Like just that, like, he realizes that guy, that, that this other guy inside of him, like literally a millisecond before he's there, you see his hand go inside right there, picks him up. And to be honest, like, I, I'm not even sure if he notices that guy at the last second, but it looks like he does cause he drops his shoulder a little bit like right there. I'm not sure if he notices him or if he was just going to pick up that that looper and then this guy just crashed into him and he just did a really good job adjusting right here um and working off the incepts and standing him up. Like it's it's that's that's hard to tell. I would I would venture to guess that he didn't even notice that guy and he just crashed into him. Um and he just ended up picking up that blitz, which is gonna happen. Like you're gonna have guys crashing into you on the offensive line that you didn't even, you had no idea were there. Um but if you have the strength, if you have the ability to adjust on the fly, get your incepts down, etc., uh it's good. So uh, eight plays left. Left guard here, obviously. Tell you when he's left tackle. T stunt. Or sorry, T.T. stunt. You have T E T T T. You have coffee houses. You have gate stunts. Um which is pretty much just where we the way the center works is going to be the looper. So if the center works this way, he's gonna stand them up. He's going to penetrate to him. He's going to loop around. If the center works this way, he's going to stand him up. He's going to penetrate. He's going to loop around. It's a gate stunt. Um, People use that in the run game as well. Uh, It's really effective versus power and some gap schemes and things like that. It's effective versus a lot of schemes, but people typically run like gates in the run game versus power. Um, So another situation, Gilligan, gap between left guard and and left tackle. Sorry, left guard, right tackle. He slides inside. Again, notices but this guy is not engaging him. If he's not engaging him, what is he doing? He's picking. This could have been a gate. Like you could have, it could either be a TT or like by designer could have been a gate because again, the guy who the center is sliding to is going to be the looper. So whether it be just this way by design or gate um, would be hard to tell. Um, but there Tucker notices the penetrator Just by his body language, he's not engaging Tucker. Where did his eyes go? Go for the looper, finds the looper right here. Drops his post, which is his left foot in this instance because he's sliding to his right. Lands the hands, right arm tight, pick him up. Pretty quick, but good job noticing the TTE gate stunt. But good movement, Um, good base adjustment. Again, right? Paul Javier Tucker gets pretty boring, but uh it's because he's so good that, it, that it's boring. Okay, play fifty of fifty-seven home stretch. I think we go to left tackle film the next play or the play after that. I think it's I think it's the next play. I could be wrong. Um make another like tight zone split. When I say this, way? Um, need to refit hand. Yeah, there's some. There's like very little instances for me where Vera Clucker, um will get his hands kind of stuck. Will be high, and he doesn't really. He, he won't adjust his hands again. The, a lot of the stuff we talk about, like with his hands wide, you know, shallow base. It's it's pretty minuscule. It does it does show up more than once or twice. So you want to note it down. But I do want to emphasize that it's it's quite a small concern for me. Um, and stuff that's really easily fixable and something that doesn't, he didn't do all the time, um, even at USC. So I don't imagine him, um, you know, having an issue with it at the NFL level, he's going to continue to improve. So, um, zone steps to his right. Obviously you have the, uh, the two, the two tech penetrating inside. It's going to been another gate by them, you know, could call that a gate as well, which ends up working for them. Um, but Vera Tucker, his hand, his inside hand, or the, uh, actually, sorry, the outside hand, the, the left arm right here, the left hand lands high on the back and you just never really see him adjust it. Again, you don't want to see it there. You want to see it into the hip. So his hand lands high and stays high. And the guy and the, the defensive tackle is able to spin out of it and then get out on tackle. So I, I just want to see him here at this point, like when this guy's knifing inside like that, either one land your hand on the hip initially or at least um, refit it. But you don't want your hand on the back like that, like high. Like a lot of your force is going towards that, towards the outside with an inside run. You wanna you wanna be generating more force to push him outside than just on that outside shoulder like that. So see the next one. okay, this, this play is still him at left guard. The next play should be him at left tackle. Or I could be completely wrong again. Maybe it's the next one after that, 53. It's, it's This is all so much what we're talking about, or what I've been talking about. TE stunt. At least this one's a TE. The other one wasn't a TE necessarily, but inside step, penetrate, left hand into the chest. Stay square, work off the insteps. Notices the stunt coming again. Same thing I talked about pushing off of that penetrator to one or to to, to one to pass him off to the tackle while also um, propelling himself back inside. Drops his post, the right foot right there. Right hand lands into the uh into the looper, works off his insteps, stands him up. Again, full speed, it's great. Just that timing, just the rhythm of that is really, really good again. Just look how smooth that is. Pass off, pick him up, look how quick his feet are. It's hard to notice when I'm doing it really, really slow, but now you can start to notice the dropping of the post, the insteps, the hand placement, everything is really top-notch again there, so. 52. (laughs) I was wrong, okay, so it's, again, Him at left guard. This has to be the last play. I might be wrong again. Uh, TT stunt. TT gate stunt. Um, No, this looks like it was more aggressive. This was just a straight up TT. Yeah, he he was taking a hard angle towards him. So this is a TT that works out. Uh, The other ones could have been gates. Um, But TT notices that his guy um, is stepping inside. So he steps inside. Right hand into the chest. Shove, pass to the center. Stay square. Again, you don't want to turn completely with that guy because you turn completely with that guy. Sorry, I'm talking away from the microphone. You you push. You you turn with that guy. Now your hips are square or, or not square to the line of scrimmage, and now that looper is going to have that advantage on you because now you have to completely do a you know, a 120 degree, degree uh, turn on that looper and pick him up. So you want to stay square. Uh, it's really important. Um, in multiple aspects of offensive line play. So land hand side, tight elbow, push off to propel back to the back into the B-gap, to lessen that B-gap. Lines his hands a uh, little bit wide, but again, it doesn't really matter if the linebacker picks it up, shuts it down. Another stunt by ABT. I don't know if I saw him on film once get beat by a stunt. I don't think so. And even like a blitz. I, I didn't see a lot of it. Like now, there's gonna be more. There's obviously there's better players in the NFL. Obviously, there's be more complex blitzes. But um, he is very, very good in pass protection. Like you don't see him get beat um, often, if ever. Okay, pass at left tackle. All right. Which it all translates. The only reason like people are talking about him not translating to tackle is because he has like thirty-two inch arms, which is pretty short. And again, you can get over the arm stuff at tackle, but. You're playing in so much space with edge rushers that have really long arms like that. You want to have longer arms um, as a tackle where it, uh, the, the more inside you go, um, it's more condensed. You're not as much space. You don't need as long of arms, but it's, there's a lot more reaching um, and arm length that comes into play with tackles as, as opposed to guards. So um, for a really simple explanation, that's really it. Is That's the only reason I, I don't see him working out as well as a tackle, um, where you want him in, as as guards, You have those, those shorter, stubbier, or not necessarily do sh- uh, shorter but like stub your guys not necessarily the longest arms it's a mo- it's a lot more about um technique and hands and punching um inside versus outside uh where it's about that too but you you definitely need length because of how much space you're working in um as a, as a tackle where inside it's a lot more quick contact so it's more about explosiveness and timing and things like that so This is just again. This is just awareness of of the situation, um, in terms of heat. He know, and, and again, he he was really good at tackle as well for USC. Um, but he knows that this is this is his outside threat. But his outside threat is so far outside, it's not an immediate threat. So he's not going to get into a to a full blown like kick slide vertical set forty five degree set outside. He's going to cheat inside a little bit and then on a blitz because if he doesn't blitz. And now you just widened completely out. Now you just didn't you didn't assist your guard, and now maybe this 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 uh, this D end knows you know defensive tackle whatever it is um, is going to penetrate that B gap, um, and you didn't help your your guard for you know apparently no reason if he was a drop into coverage. So um, he cheats inside. He knows the situation. This is pre snap awareness of what he's doing. Cheats inside, doesn't get to a football kick step, stays tight to his guard, throws his uh, throws a drag hand which contacts the tackle just based on how, he, ha, how, he's, how his body is right here. Um, so he lands a hand, which, again, helps out his guard by slowing down um, this defensive lineman. But once he does, once he does that, or once he, yeah, once he does that, eyes flash to the outside. He doesn't want to overcommit to it. Eyes be inside, hips be inside, and let this guy come off the edge. He wants to be prepared for this guy. So um, he both wants to have his eyes outside, and his hips outside, or at least square to the line of scrimmage, comes off at the perfect time. Hand into the hip, pick up that that blitzer off the edge. Fantastic in terms of staying tight, hands on, eyes outside, hips still in a good spot. Um, you know, with his like with his with his kick foot splitting the uh, the blitzer. Hell of a job. Picked up good timing, good hand placement. Really, really good. Uh four plays left. Okay. Uh ABT pass set. Pretty pretty similar to the last play. Um again noticing his guy his his the rusher is like a more of like a seven technique, wide five. Cheats inside a little bit, throws his drag hand again, assisting the guard, but while square. Um, with his eyes on the edge strut, peels off as he comes into that contact window. Right hand underneath. See your right hand come. Good, good, uh, good elbow angle. Picks him up. Splits the blocker. Good framing. Good timing. Way to help out your your uh, your left guard. Like there are tackles who didn't play tackle or who played tackle for four years, and even in the NFL now, who are not going to cheat inside right there and help out your tackle. Like, the, the patience and just, like, the awareness of this play, um, again, seems really small, but you're going to have guys who either don't do that, who overcommit to the, uh, the four-eye tech right there, um, flip their hips, lean too much, whatever it may be. Like, his, his balance right here, his ability to, to, to get his hand on while still staying true to his, his threat on the edge right there is all really, really good. It's really, really good. Three more. Okay. Uh, ABT down block. Hmm. Okay. So the offensive line is like wedge blocking and he just, he just, he's just sifting to pick up any, any edge threat um, that may come off of the edge. So um, I'm assuming not not being able to, I didn't record it down a distance. I'm assuming this is a short yardage situation um, where there's wedge blocking. At least these guys are, they're all wedge blocking. He's kicking out. He's just sifting. ABT at left tackle has the late edge threat come inside, down block, down block him, take that brace step with the right, again, which you're just dropping backwards a little bit, power off the instep, right hand is or right elbow is tight, lands inside, drive him inside, keep driving him, so. Um, good adjustment on the fly right there. As that as that linebacker creeps down to the line of scrimmage at the last second, hand placement, in steps, in steps, in step, drive them. Two more, AVT stunt pickup, similar as a lot of the plays we've seen. Um, this I guess is just that left tackle, so not the best run stunt from this defense the et stunt again good footwork in terms of him getting into a kick slide but like guys like there's some guys who really load and, and there's some situations where you really want to load up on the this inside foot um, and really explode outside um typically versus like nine seven text wide fives um but noticing the tight alignment right here and the fact that these guys are tight to each other this this sing this single some type of, of game happening stunt twist whatever you want to call it um, so you gotta be aware, like when you see this automatically on film, you're thinking something's coming here. Like there does not just going to straight rush the, the B and C gap. Typically it could happen, but not, not often or not too often. You see that. So gets into his kick slide, but doesn't jump outside, stays pretty tight to the guard because he knows probably something is coming right here. Just based on the pre-snap patient with his feet, patient with his feet shoots E T picks up the E. Completely, pretty much shuts him down. Doesn't even let him penetrate into this, into this B gap, into the uh, or pick the uh, the guard, picks him up. But knows that the looper's coming. Has to trust his his guards and to pick up the the, uh, the the penetrator, the the picker. Drops off. Good timing. Left hand into the chest. Good framing of the rusher. Inside-out relationship. Shuts it down. Hell of a job again. Just that, just that patience, like the footwork right here to not explode outside and just kind of root his feet down right here. Really good. Completely shuts down the sun, pretty much by himself. Last play, aggressive. Okay, this is okay. Yeah, use uh, this is the one game I am watching. I left tackle. I didn't watch the other one. I know a lot of people talk about him against whoever that that Oregon rusher is, but I I, I uh, heard about it a little bit. and heard he was injured a little bit that game. Didn't watch it. I don't really care too too much. He's not going to be a tackle for us. Um, and if he did get beat up a little bit. Versus the probably a top five pick and whatever that Oregon uh, defensive end's name is, you know, uh, next year top five prospect. It is what it is. Like you're going to lose some battles, Um, but he's not going to be a tackle for us. So, Uh, looks like they run duo. I'm not going to go crazy into that, but the uh of Tucker goes to, to kick out this defensive end, the edge threat. lands his hands, left hand into the shoulder, right hand seemingly inside. And then he just, you're just going to see some, some drive. One, you're going to see him work off the insteps. Two, you're going to see his hand initially land wide with the left, and it's going to refit into the, into the hip. And he's just going to drive him drive him drive him drive him and you're gonna see I, I love the finish on this play and it's a and, and finish to the to the film review, which is a lengthy one um, but hands insteps refit the left into more of the ribs you see it goes into the back into the into the ribs drive some torque torque drive drive he feels him kind of sitting backwards and he's gonna explode through him. Right there. Love it. Perfect way to end this is him just exploding up and through that guy right into the turf. That is a pancake, if you've ever seen one. So getting into the strengths and weaknesses. Okay, get into that. I had to pause for a second. Um, full list of strengths and weaknesses. The the strengths are pretty long. Um the weaknesses are not as long and understand when I read the weaknesses, um, they are not overly prominent in his game. Um, strengths, uh, versatility as a guard and tackle, smart player, condensed footwork, um, his feet, they're not too big of steps. The more big steps you take, you're not going to be able to adjust as well. Condensed footwork, anchor, uh, smooth puller. Um, oh, I didn't bring up the, I know there was the play in there, but I talked about a bridge. um, or bridging, but I didn't bring that up watching it again. I ran through the last couple of plays pretty quick. So um, I rushed it a little bit at the end. Um, so I didn't bring that up, but basically you're just going to extend your back, get an arch in your back and really lift up through a guy. So you're initially going to hop back in an anchor and then lift a, up a guy and through him. <clears throat> um, but I didn't, I didn't bring that up. So uh, smooth puller, or doesn't overextend reach uh, tight elbows and pass game hands on guard. Uh, saw, more, uh, saw more aggression aggression pop in 2020 film, stays tight to offensive linemen when he should, uh, patient punch timing, active drag hand, wide athleticism, core strength, loose hips, change of direction, plays long, uh, great picking up blitz and, uh, blitzes and stunts, quick feet, takes good angles, body control, frames rush as well. Uh, doesn't overextend often, lateral movement, flexible, smooth puller, runs off ball, acceleration, deceleration, uh, speed in open field, gets hip-to-hip on combos. We spoke about that. Uh, Pre-snap and post-snap awareness, Uh, good balance and knee-bend and pass protection, good – I I misworded that, but good at dropping his post quickly, Um, knows when, how to power step, weaknesses, which I said are not very prominent when I read them, uh, plays high too often, usually in run game. Um, didn't see any snatch traps, which we've discussed before. I'm not going to get into now. Arm length. Um, needs to work to cover gaps more in run game, like positional leverage type covering gaps. Um, saw some of him getting splashed versus aggressive defensive lineman. Doesn't sustain uh, sustain second-level blocks long. Um, where are times, again, his hand gets, gets wide. He kind of blocks the guy for a second or two, but doesn't really completely drive through the block. Feet can stall in run game. Hands can be wide while run blocking. Just mentioned that. Wanted to see more pop in hands. Can get a little top heavy because of base lean. Um, Hands wide in run game. Did I say that twice? Yeah, I said that twice. I gotta delete that. Um, Doesn't roll hips enough in run game. I showed the the rolling of the hips again. It just becomes he, he, he or because he comes into wide. Or to, and too high into some blocks, he doesn't really allow himself to get up and under guy and lift him where he's, he's too wide and high. So you're not going to really be able to roll your hips through that. Um, average nastiness, it's not great. It's not terrible. But there are some plays where I want to see him finish a little bit better. Uh, delayed snap timing shown. Um, didn't really pull that up on film. Again, if I took the time to break down every single play for three minutes, I, I could have. But there's definitely some examples of him anchoring down. Um, the bridge and snap timing that I didn't even notice. I was trying to rush through it because there's a lot of plays, um, hands can get stuck. I showed that, uh, narrow base while driving, showed that doesn't create a ton of movement Showed a little bit of that and can, and can play high. Uh, I already mentioned that. So I'm going to play that as well. Um, appreciate everybody for listening. That was a lot of plays ran through it probably quicker than I should have, Or I want to mention some things I didn't kind of already spoke about that. Uh, I'll make sure to maybe break that up into two next time, especially with the offensive line where you talk about a lot of stuff. Um, but I'll see you guys in a couple of days with a Sh- uh, Sherwood, Jamie Sherwood from Auburn, the linebacker safety that the Jets got. Um, and then after that, I'll do a live stream with Kyle Smith the first Monday of June. Appreciate you guys. See you soon.